Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms, and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. Perhaps most distinct for her scars, Atlaran is host to a number of sacred or cursed sites, depending on whether you ask Bahamut or Asmodeus. Or, perhaps you'll ask the old Balin gods, whom the world herself and her moons and star are named after. These places, like Mount Gear, the Monomarig Meteor, Drosdana, the Dawn Deep Trench, the Shattered Continent, the Greenhall Sea, the entirety of Garrett Eldathos, they all play parts in the world's fate. But it's the people that truly shape it. And every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries and we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery. Quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum. Or, in most cases, both. And that brings us to our particular window in time. Following in the footsteps of a scorned bard and her unlikely lone wolf companion. Or, perhaps lone coyote is more apt. Marin Veneer, a half-elven fighter with a love of freedom and gunpowder, and a former bard relearning her musical skills. Marin was the daughter to a frail sun-elf laundress who passed away when she was still young. Left to care for her half-sister Sylphie alone, Marin grew up far too fast. In her desperation to keep her sister from starving, Marin accepted help from the Alteras, and was lured into their poisonous web of abuse, theft, and murder. Forced to kill and torture, often those unsuspecting and even undeserving. Eventually, Marin dared to question her adoptive father, Alistair, and was slaughtered on the spot by her brothers just before she was 18. Sylphie was left to flee alone, but ten years later, Marin awoke, revived by the Hydling cult. Sickly but determined, she recovered thanks to powerful magics and the apparent interest of Cynthia Moore, mother of the new King of the Arbiters, Silas Moore III. And, by Cynthia's order, Marin was given as a gift to Silas in the hopes that she would become his subservient partner, a suitable wife that would not question the Moore family thanks to her debt to them. Marin, however, had the spark of rebellion in her soul by then, and wasn't about to be controlled again. When Silas proved he supported her in the freedom of those crushed by the Arbiters, Marin reluctantly fell in love. Now with her fiancé at her back and the work to be done, Marin is ready for the long road ahead. She'll make sure no one suffers under the boot of the Arbiters or the Hydland cult ever again. Kit. Just Kit, a shifter, or elusir, of the Coyote Totem and mildly devout cleric of Savros, the Balin god of mischief and wanderers. Originally hailing from Amnoblin as part of a group of natives called the Manamar and Dalmaric, Kit's people have always been harassed by the Skull, or outsiders, who seek to take their ancestral lands and waters. Kit's particular tribe was attacked when he was young, rendering himself and his brother Ren orphans, and forcing their tribe to flee their home continent altogether. They found refuge in Irakel, but struggled to adjust to the change from sub-Arctic to equatorial desert. 
trusting in the sacred Mount Gear, heart of the world, to watch over them. Kit's people settled in the northern savannas. But Kit never settled, aimlessly causing trouble to Skull and taking mercenary contracts to send money home since he was 15. Kit has become a person of interest to the Guild of Wardens, enforcers who help keep the common laws. Thanks to Dana Fioris, a former troublemaking comrade who eventually went straight and became a warden herself, Kit has quite the dossier with the wardens and rarely struggles to find work at their guild. And now, alongside Sylphie, Kit has his own scores to settle with the Arbiters, though breaking apart an organization of kidnappers and slavers would be reason enough to destroy them. And hello, everybody. Hello. Hi. I got back just in the nick of time. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was going to do the announcement this time, or the opening. Um, Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Alarn Adventuring Company. I am your Dungeon Master, Taylor Wallace, as per usual. And joining me, I have Astrid Knight. Yo, yo. And Blake Wolf. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was just laughing at your yo, yo. Yo, yo. Yo. Oh, my it's God. so white. Um, but yeah, hi, hi, y'all. Are you ready for some fucking dragons? Are they sure. gonna be fucking? <laughs> I mean, I don't encourage the this episode. Bard. This episode sponsored by Bad Dragon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be bad for you. For fucking right, dragons. exactly. That's you can do it either way, they've got everything. Yep, so. Mm-hmm. I did actually write a recap this time. Oh, I caught us up. Oh, uh huh, <laughs> uh-huh. um, uh-huh. All right, that's that's plenty. Uh, last time, episode thirty-seven, game number fifty-three, twas the echoes of the dissolution, mm-hmm. which I compiled into one episode because I was like, I don't know where to split this. Yeah. Uh, it is, is, was, is Yond the 24th. It's still Yond. It's going to be Yond forever. This is it's going to be die. Yond for exactly two more days. Yeah. Uh, Kit, or well, starting off, some of you were at Irina's place in uh, Calgar Harbor, and the others were at Calamai Hall, specifically Kit staying with a couple of bodies. And Justine making paper hats. Yep. Uh, Okay. Um, What severe disapproval? I don't Uh, know. I'm just doing what the young kids do. Wow. I'm trying to drive up those views. (laughs) I'm the youngest one here. Yeah. I'm on the edge of that generation. Well, you're here, aren't you? So. What, yeah, we're we not go? cool. <laughs> what do you what do you tell people on the talk? Do you like like and subscribe or like follow or yeah, what do you do? Smash that bell. There is no bell. And uh, uh, click that that subscribe button. R- it's a ring plus that sign. subscribe button. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, add and subtract, guys. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Do algebra. Do algebra. <laughs> Go ahead, Taylor. Go ahead. Um, tell, tell I, 
I regret to inform everybody that this stream is officially canceled. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Campaign 2 will start sometime in maybe July. And it will not include me. <laughs> no, we're replacing you with Zach. Yep. Wow. Uh, anyway. I always knew it was going to be him. <laughs> He's a good choice, though. <laughs> For oh my, my replacement. <laughs> I mean, if we general. if we thought this shit was chaotic, just wait until Zach gets in here. Yes, I'll have to become much less jovial. Uh, <laughs> not nah. that I ever was in the first place. Anyway, uh, Kit reincarnated Venerous Courser into mm. a Sun Elf to give him a second chance, handed him off to Truman, his brother, not his real name. Uh, the crew... Uh, or, well, you guys then took uh, Ithane to Senna to untether and resurrect him with yeah. the Gaithahide, which became Squall. Uh, Haley was there to look after him. Uh, Ithane woke up, panicked, uh, recognized Silas, and uh, was very confused. Uh, and then Senna is in whole bad condition. Um <laughs> Kit tried oh, well. to reach out to Kenna through the shield <laughs> tree and uh, found that she seemed to be battling with Olgar Heidelin, and he did not seem that fussed about her. And also something screamed to keep you from being able to speak to her. Uh, and Nyx, being that he's learning to speak, uh, told Kit that that voice was screaming when he was born. And you guys realized in short order that it was indeed Ilarka, the ice god that caused the Age of Frost and potentially caused the disappearance or deaths of Titans in the dissolution. Mm. Super mm. cool and, and totally not like frightening. Mm -hmm. uh, Marin, in the meantime, decided to reach out to Cynthia in the visiting pool. Yeah. Because she just had to rub it in and she got you back. <laughs> I, all right. It wasn't it wasn't just to rub it in. You were rubbing it in. I was rubbing uh, it in a little bit. Cynthia <laughs> revealed that the crew actually saved her from being turned into a, a walker on Delandane. The more on the list was not Silas or Justine. It was Cynthia. Uh she uh, also revealed that Kyla has reached out to Olgar and Ilarka to get someone to transfer staves like Senna does. And they're going to try to figure it out. Uh, she also informed you guys that the Demiweir on a very small level can be circumvented by the Realm Gate, but not by gods. And so... Uh, there may be some realm travel going on in the Heidelin cult trying to find someone that can transfer staves for them. Uh, she also revealed the identity of the lead white cloak of Garrett Eldathas, Nikolai Ulimgrad, who is undercover as a member of the Guild of the Gate. Uh, she advised that he's interested in research about the gate and its uses. Uh, she had no fucking clue who Kellogg was. Uh, in fact, I think that was a running theme. Everybody you asked is like, who the fuck is Kellogg? Mm -hmm. yep. We're yeah, starting to is we're one starting of the notes I wrote. That that's a thing. Yep. Yep. Uh, Cynthia also revealed that she's apparently, unless she was lying, you never insight checked her. I didn't. Uh, I had thought about after the fact. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> said that she 
is in a, an afterlife that not only did she want, but she worked very hard for. And I will let you retcon inside check if you would like. Oh, can I? Yeah, sure. Oh, that would be really nice. Um, um, on, Cynthia also took full credit for Silas and Justine winning against her and uh, warned against things coming that the crew, in her words, can't possibly be ready for. Uh, Silas I, and Marin talked about it afterward as well. Yeah, I rolled... Uh, well, do you want me to wait? No, go ahead. Okay, yeah, I rolled an unnatural 20. She is telling the absolute truth. Fuck that bitch. She is exactly where she wants to be, but you don't know where that is. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Hate her. Also, I have her broken glasses in here. I suck at drawing by hand. No, Um, it looks good. Yeah. It's better than what I would be able to do. What? Uh, Let's see. Marin said something that I had to write down because I just thought it was wonderful. Uh, said that Cynthia seemed to be preparing Silas and Justine for the end of the world. Yeah. I thought that was a great quote. Bye, everybody. Uh, Silas is in a good enough place to never credit Cynthia with anything except encouraging his magical studies. Um... You guys also learned that Kyla is not keeping the Golahide on her anymore. It could potentially be with Nikolai or somebody in Garadel with us. Um, thanks to the uh, acquisition of the uh, Sending Scroll, you guys met up with Clay and Mia. Uh, Clay revealed that he had been visited by Alistair and handed you guys an encoded journal in ancient Thunar. Uh, you guys took Athane and Haley to Constanos. Ansem lost his shit mm-hmm. uh, and verbally destroyed him and slapped the fuck out of him. Uh, Before Boston. kissing him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, if you understood their relationship for the past 50 years. Oh, no, years, I get it. Yeah, no, you, I totally told understood us. all yeah. of that. Yeah. 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 I get it. Yeah, I, I told my players who met him when he first appeared in my world, and they're like, oh yeah, Harford, of course, yeah. <laughs> um, Vosner told you guys uh, to talk to the Guild of the Gate about deciphering the journal from Alistair, uh, and when he mentioned Nikolai, he said, oh yeah, he's a family friend. Actually called him Nico. Uh, said the dragons have been quiet the last couple days. And you guys decided it was enough stalling on the dragons, so you're going to buckle down and help out. Uh, Vosner suggested uh, ambushing Zedthala, whereas Marin suggested talking, which Vosner was open to because he's a nice man. Uh, Silas sends to, send it to, sent, sent to Zedthala, and she agreed to meet the following dawn. Rather politely. Yeah, which surprised uh, me. And then uh, Vosner said afterward, once the dragon thing is taken care of, if you guys are still alive, uh, he can get the Cloud Stride in the Koligaigo clan to take you guys to Fjallheim, where the Realm Gate is, if you still need to talk to Nico. We're going to uh, need Um Also, additional note... Uh, you guys did. Uh, you guys already technically knew her name, but uh, we actually got into the detail of it that Cynthia's bow was uh, 
Admiral Halen Whitemane. Mm. Um, and uh, Justine had been sent to school in Othedril, uh, partly so that she could be set up with the king of Othedril's unmarried son. But Justine's totally a lesbian, are exactly the yeah. words in my journal. Um, apparently, Sorry. Cynthia was interested in some kind of legacy. Uh, to learn that Othedril may be gearing up for war. Uh, you guys passed on information to the Koligaigo clan, uh, the Crimson Hammer, and the Caskers through Carol about the Arbiter's recent movements and the new slave camp set up uh, and Wickbon Pine. Uh, Ted arrived, also did had no fucking clue who Kellogg was, just knew he was a drow. That's um, concerning. He mm -hmm. just really only knew that Kellogg took some of his friends, the Nightmare and uh, I can't still can't remember what that monster was called, but it's a Hellhound-like monster yeah. uh, in Port Natalene. Um, said he Kellogg sort of appeared randomly, and that's all he knows. Uh, when you guys mentioned Ilarka, Ted got scared and revealed to you guys that he is fearing and looking for Kieran, his partner. Um, and when I say partner, I would like to just make it very clear. I do not mean romantic partner. No, I know. I mean, cousin who is working partner. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. They're, they're, yeah, they're cousins. Yeah. I figured it was more like two halves to a whole and less romantic. Yeah. Are they cousins? Hold on, Beagers do crime. Uh, <laughs> also, Marin doesn't know that he's Fearin because no, I have not. Kit didn't that. tell me. Nope. Yeah, Fearin is Harkin's grandchild. Harkin is married into the family through Talon, who married Senna. Fearin is. Ursan's grandchild. So yeah, they're they're like second cousins mm. by marriage. Oh, so like once removed, twice removed. Yeah. Sure. Removed usually means by marriage, I believe. I, I uh, believe so. I don't remember. Because you're not blood related, but you're so technically um, related. Yeah. Kieran's here. Mm -hmm. Kieran is over here. Y'all are Kieran. Okay. Okay. So there's a marriage here, and then they're grandchild grandchildren of two gods, Ursan and Harkin. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So cousin cousins and some... second cousins, I believe. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but they're partners. Life and death. Ted is death. Because of course he is. That does not surprise me. Yeah. Um. Under the other one. Uh, beyond that, I believe that was the majority of the shit that happened. Yeah, that's pretty much where we. Left yeah. Off. Yeah, you and he's the birch heart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it is still yawn the twenty fourth. This is going to be game number fifty four. Uh, you guys have beds waiting for you near Vossner's place whenever you're ready to chill out. Zetzala is coming tomorrow. Uh, you guys said that your plan for today, last time, because I wanted to make sure that I knew what you were up to, some of you wanted to seek out members of the Guild of the Gate in the Guild Ward to talk to them about translating. Mm 
Yep. And then some of you want to go down to Constanos' port to meet Taldunost. Ah, that'd be me, yes. Yeah. Because I was trying to do that, but then... And then we got caught up. And then we got distracted. Yeah. So... Let me scooch over to Constanners. Constanners. The harbor is not on this map. It's down down here outside of Valk's Edge through the Valkwood. It's uh, that way. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Well. Where's the stone? I guess we should split everybody up. So you want to go to the port. I want to talk to Gildgate people. So, I don't know. I'm assuming Silas is coming with me because, of course. Yeah, um, puppy dog. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else would like to join, but I know it's at least going to be us two. Um, just to say for uh, Justine, she is actually going to stick with uh, Vosner because she wants to learn how to help out the uh, the uh, Kestrel Mace and Haley because she's also a captain in the Kestrel Mace. Okay. Um, and Sylphie. Was she going with me to talk? Yeah, us? she'd probably want to go with She's him. She's yeah. iffy on it. I mean, that's fair. She's still kind of pissed at her. Well, I. You I can think... be mad when you're still alive. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll say like before we split up and everything like that. Just like. Listen, I know that you're upset with her, but yeah, I get that. But also with everything that we found out about Alarka and all that stuff, like you don't think it'd be worth getting in contact with her? Uh, what? I mean, she couldn't help me. What help do you think she's going to be with all that? I don't know. I think she has, like I said, she has some sort of plan for you and Kit. And that's probably it. She roll, rolls her eyes. Okay, fine. You know what? I, I'm i sorry. I shouldn't be doing this to you. I'm sorry. I'm just... I get it. Okay, I understand. But just... If you want to go, you know, take an extra long nap or something, fine. You can go ahead and do that, but... No, I should probably go. Oh my god. What? You're exactly the same way when you're pissed off. I mean, that's not completely false. I turn around and walk away. (laughs) Sips tea. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A very strong coffee. Um... But yeah, Sylphie turns toward Kit and says, all right, let's go talk to fucking Whale Mom. Okay. We'll do that. Tally-ho. Woohoo. And we're we're going. Who wants to go first? Uh, Or the harbor. I can go. It's fine. Okay. So, you and Silas, uh, being that you guys are in the Obsidian Ward right now, uh, you head off to one of the one of the circles, I imagine. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to do, or are you just going straight to the Guild Walk? Mm, at some point, I do need to get more ammo. 
because uh, I'm running slightly low. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if we can find, well, I guess the biggest place would be Ansem's place, right? But mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, eh, we can go after. We can go after we do the guild stuff. Okay, have to go right now. So you guys head off. Um, make your way. Make your way. Uh, to I'm I've gotten to the point where I just do it before you guys because I hate you. Uh, <laughs> you head to the uh the uh circle station as I've taken to calling it, um, and you teleport through to Guild Walk. Now you haven't been here before, and being that it is a richer part of town, there are actually two circles to get in, uh, even though the Guild Walk is comparatively much smaller. What is I? Oh yeah, uh, big, so, yeah. yes, uh, the, do-do-do-do-do-do, uh, shut that off. Um, <laughs> There we are. Okay, cool. Um, the guild buildings um, are marked by different statues, different artistry, and whatnot. So it's pretty easy to tell which ones are which, even from a distance. Um, but within this square, there are a bunch of like smaller businesses that you notice all of them have different guild seals on their shop signs that basically say, we're members of this guild, and therefore, you know, we're better because we're artisans. <laughs> Um, and so on and so forth. And there's like, you can see in the distance, there's, there's a blacksmith's guild, there's a, a mason's guild, there's, there's even like a baker's guild, like, there's a lot. Okay. And, uh, you can definitely tell who gets more money by how big and pretty their building is. And probably the biggest and the prettiest is the merchant's guild. Because, of course. (laughs) Um, But for Constanos, actually, the Architects Guild is, like, the second best. Hmm. Um, And probably the Enchanters Guild is the third. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So you step out into the market, and uh, Silas glances around as you guys are just in a sea of people. Um, He's just like, this is claustrophobic. Yeah, a little bit. Um, we should probably lay out some ground rules uh, going inside. We uh, should not talk about anything Heidel and Cult related. We... Are these ground rules for me or for yourself? Uh, they should be for yourself, together. says Kit from the other side of the city. <laughs> for yourself! Yeah. Marin's <laughs> always dumping all the good fucking info. Anyway... <laughs> Sorry, I feel off today, so I'm trying to, like, get back in. Yeah. It doesn't help that we just deflect you at every possible angle. I don't know. I feel like my words are no good today. Um, So, yeah. uh, No talking about the Highland Cult. Um, Mm -hmm. I guess just try and keep it on the book as much as we can, because I don't want to give any of the Alarka stuff out of, like, away or anything like that. Just, uh, we don't know if Nikolai is the only person in there who is spy, you know. Right. We should, I think it's rather safe to assume he's not the only one. Probably, yeah. I mean, also, White, White Cloak does their own dirty work anyway. Yeah. Also, I know I mentioned your brother was yes. 
part of there, so he might be in there too. That might be good to, yeah. Be interesting. Um, good, interesting, or bad, interesting. Well, it depends on who he's allied with. I, I know Lauren is a good man, but if he works for Nikolai or someone else, that could be a problem. That could be. So, like I said, just don't mention. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. So, also, do we know, like, where the guild stands with, like, Moore's Rest and Arbiters and stuff? Because if so, it might be a bad idea for us to just walk in there and be like, hey, we're, you know, us. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I hit the key. Uh, being that the arbiters are known to work with the Heidelin cult and a few other unsavory organizations, um, we can assume that any reputable guild would not want to publicly. Uh, say anything good about them. In fact, they probably want to denounce them. Publicly. But the the Guild of the Gate is... They're really not... They try not to be too political, which is difficult when you're as influential as they are. They... All of their operations, their chases and whatnot they only get involved in things that could be a danger to what they do. And sometimes that means they send chases to help out kings who are fighting against an enemy that the Guild of the Gate doesn't like, or sometimes they send chases to help make sure someone is killed. It it varies. But... Mm-hmm. As for the Arbiters and the Hydaelyn cult, they desperately try not to associate with them if they can help it. Okay, so maybe then we would be okay. Uh, but if there's Hydaelyn cult members in there, it might be a bad idea. Let's for us just then. not mention anything about the cult. Well, no, I understand that, but, like, how are we going to present ourselves, you know? Are we going to walk in and say, we are Marin Siles Veneer? Are we going to say, we are none of your business? Or, you know? Well, damn. That's a good mm. question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. We can't just walk in there with some crazy journal and say, oh, we're nobody. Yeah. Uh, maybe... Maybe we should try working with someone we already know, and they could help us steer past some of that. Well, maybe. Who do we know? I mean, we know Ethane, of course. I, obviously, well, he's a year out of touch with them, but he's still a chaser. He also just got resurrected I, from the dead so that's probably insensitive um and we could try to reach out to lauren i don't know if he'd be here well but... let's see i pull out the scroll 
Oh, and <laughs> I write uh, just a quick note to hit Lauren. And Have you ever say, met him? No. Because we, yeah, I think Silas last time was like, oh, I'd like you to meet him and everything, but we oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. before. Um, so, yeah, just, hey, this is uh, Marin Veneer. I'm assuming he will know who that is. Um, I would hope so. We're in Constanos, um, near the guild headquarters. Uh, could really use your help. Meet us uh, outside the building? Question mark. <laughs> and I will roll it up and send it off. <laughs> Okay, uh, roll me a d100 just because you're not super familiar with him. Oh, okay, no. great. Sixty. Okay. Flash disappears. Okay. Does that mean it got to him, or does? I mean, I you assume it wouldn't have gone anywhere if it. Okay. Well, I don't know. Well, it's just gone into the abyss. Who knows? Wonderful. It planar um, shifted. Yeah. But uh, you guys chill for a second, waiting for a response. Uh, until you get, until you see that familiar golden sort of sheer across just reality in front of your face. And you see the pop and the scroll drops in front of you. I will open it up. Open it up. It is scratchy but beautiful handwriting uh, and it simply says Marin come to the front of the guild headquarters I'll meet you there mm-hmm. alright here we go and Silas sort of like wrings his hands he's like oh god oh it'll be fine I'll be on my best behavior oh, I promise I'm not worried about you how how bad could it be? I I look up to him and I just don't Aww. shut up. <laughs> That's cute. Alright, let's sort of he, he doesn't like punch your shoulder, but he like shoves your shoulder no. a little bit and he just starts walking. Just in very oh, um, so cute. Shut up. <laughs> um but uh, he he continues on, and uh, eventually you guys do fairly easily find the guild headquarters. The Guild of the Gates, uh, their headquarters is kind of built like a small castle, almost like a bailey castle, um, where it's this round structure that encloses a courtyard, but it also has this huge uh, sort of inner structure as well. And uh, when you guys come up to the front of it, you can see standing guard out front, mostly uh, mostly elves and humans. Uh, there are people in uh, green, black, and white armor. Um, and they're just sort of patrolling the perimeter a little bit more heavily guarded than some of the other uh, guilds. And one of them sees you guys approaching and stops this youngish looking elf no no helmet long sort of auburn hair and she walks up to you guys and says can i help you oh yeah we're just uh we're waiting for someone may i ask who Mm, 
Uh, uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know if he's using his real name. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she gets a weird look on her face and Silas says, uh, we're looking for Captain Lauren. And she nods and says, oh, um, and she sort of points toward the gate. She says, yes, he's waiting just inside. Thank you. And she nods, kind of giving you a look as you go by. <laughs> who hesitates on a name? Well, Only people I, who are shady. Yeah, I know, but I, I should have asked yeah. before, but I didn't. Um, but you guys head up to the gate, which uh, is sort of this, uh, the classic, like, portcullis and, like, wooden gate. Um, but it's currently all open, and the uh, guards sort of watch you guys as you go by. You notice there are very very like perceptive they see everything that happens there it almost looks like they're on alert but uh stepping through the portcullis uh you see i'll actually show you what he looks like because i've had a picture for him for fucking oh, ever yay. um i gotta i gotta bring you back to the the character screen uh references lauren I don't know why I spelled his name that way, but sure. Where is he? I love how half of our allies are just animals. <laughs> yeah. Dana, Mia, Lucan, Bulwark. They're all just Bull pictures of animals. I love how animals. Bull is just, oh, damn. Yeah. He's like Silas, but grizzled. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that is exactly what Lauren is. Oh, uh, he's also um, a PNG, so he's yeah. got a transparent background. Hell yeah. <laughs> Stepping it up. Yeah. Um, no, he just happened to come this way. Um, but uh, you see a gentleman who looks decidedly like Silas. A gentleman and a lady. What? No, I don't. I don't know. I just felt the urge to say that, and so I said it. And it... Gentleman and a scholar. Oh yeah, yeah that's um, maybe yeah. that's what I was thinking of. I mean, he is he is he's a chaser. He is a scholar. Um, anyway, you see a gentleman, uh, definitely grizzled, older version of Silas. Few streaks of silver in his hair because he is a fair bit older. Uh, in this exact outfit, uh, this uh, long, double-breasted brown coat. Uh, sort of rugged uh, belted boots uh, riding breeches thick belt around the middle and you do see that one of his sleeves is rolled up you don't see these markings in his hand but uh, one of his sleeves is rolled up and the other one is rolled down and his hand is covered by wrappings almost looks like he got burned hmm. um, but he does have a full sort of goatee and uh, you see his eyes are this sort of amber uh, amber red color um not unnatural but definitely a strange color um and uh, as he approaches he's sort of like pulls his hair back in like a, a messy ponytail and steps up and says uh Marin right yes Lauren he is he is American just letting you know his mother <laughs> had that accent mm -hmm. um and uh he 
greets you first, like specifically greets you first. <laughs> and Silas just stands there like, I want to see how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but he steps up and shakes your hand with his, uh, it would be the opposite hand of usual because the other one's covered up. Um, and he smiles at you and says, I think it's pretty belated, but welcome to the family. I'm sorry. It's okay. And he turns <laughs> to Silas and just sort of tilts his head and smiles. And Silas looks up at him kind of embarrassed and he's like I don't get a hug or anything and Silas is like and he steps up and wraps his arms around him and Lauren pats him on the back and says it's good to see you too I know I've been gone a while don't be mad and he sort of keeps a hand on his shoulder and looks between the two of you and says I'd invite you guys to dinner or something but it's uh, it's kind of crazy around here right now. Uh, what can I help you with? Yeah. Um, well, our lives are pretty crazy right now too. I've uh, heard. Yeah. Uh, don't want to know how much you've heard. Um, but... Justine. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, we're wanting to see if somebody in the guild uh, is a good code cracker and is available for a rush job? Uh, I mean, I'm not too bad at it, but I can... What are we looking at? What are we working with? I'll take the book out, hold it up to him. He takes it and flips it open. You can see he's not using his wrapped up hand too much, but he can still kind of use his fingers. And uh, flips it open, says... Okay, so this is, uh, ooh, this is old Thunar. Yeah. We, we had a couple wizards look at it, um, and, uh, apparently it doesn't make much sense translated, so it has to be in some sort of code. Okay. Um, Um, and he, uh, sort of holds it in the crook of his arm and reaches down to his belt and you see him withdraw a wand and uh, he sort of traces it across the lines on the page and you see them uh you see his eyes light up and he glances over he says oh yeah that makes no sense yeah okay that seems to be the general reaction so. <laughs> um where did this come from uh family oh yeah that family unfortunately ah gotcha okay well uh i know i know you and i obviously haven't met before but uh i i i I get what you're working with here uh uh i think i know somebody who can uh do this and keep their trap shut that'd be great yeah, I'm as few people who have eyes on it as possible. Yeah, I I gathered. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know everything, but Justine's kept me pretty well up to date. In fact, I was hoping I'd be able to catch you guys in Constano sometime. Yeah. But um, come in uh, and I'll see if I can get a hold of her. Okay. And he closes the book sort of shoves it into his jacket where it's sort of hard to see that it's on him and uh, takes you guys 
into the courtyard and into the bailey um silas is sort of falling along but you'd notice he's got like a little skip in his step like he's excited to be around his big brother um yeah it's sort of it you've seen him get excited before but this is like that little kid like oh yay one of my favorite people um yeah he's sweet uh takes you inside and uh, you are welcomed into a fairly wide hall um that takes up most of the interior room of this uh, bailey castle and uh it's just sort of like a it's just like a a meal hall essentially it's crammed with tables and chairs and it looks like a lot of folks are in here at the moment uh just getting food before they go back out and do whatever you can sort of tell immediately who the chasers are and who the other people are because all the chasers look grizzled like lauren they all have scars they all have you know, some of them have like casts on here and there. Some of them look like they just got back from traveling. Some of them look like they're geared up to go start traveling. Um, but the people who are not chasers all look like scholars. They all look like the heaviest thing they can lift is a big book. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and uh it, it's quite the the divide, um, though you see everybody talking to everybody else. Um, Lauren uh, brings you guys up to a table and says, uh, just chill here for a second. We're not going to look it over here, but I need to go see if I can steal a room or something. Um, feel free to grab food, grab a drink, whatever you want. Um, yeah. If anybody bugs you, just tell them. The captain said no, and he walks away. I look at Silas, and I'm like, he seems nice. He's the best. <laughs> He's very gruff and very sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm gathering that. Yeah. It's, it's... He takes after his mother. Mm. Was she likable? definitely yes okay okay. i have no idea how she got involved with our father yeah you yeah he has a track record for not great uh romantic partners who was his mom she's dead uh shocker (laughs) shocker (laughs) all of silas moore the second one second's wives are now dead that is true yeah where where is it it's not here i actually want to know her name now hold on one second i know where it is deborah how about yourself deborah karen amy. oh amy. karen oh god absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> mary joe oh yeah mary jane mary jane jamie lynn yeah one of those like two names yeah ashlyn jamie lynn yep carolyn Uh, oh also known as dedalyn now (laughs) 
We should have started calling her Carolyn. Ritalin. R- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, that that bitch Ritalin. <laughs> Fuck that lady. I can totally see somebody being like, "That's such a cute name. I'm gonna I, name my baby what? Ritalin." Yeah, I can see that too, and I'm just like, "You shouldn't have children." <laughs> like the same what is there there was someone who actually had the name chlamydia yeah i've heard that it's like come on you guys her name was amelia lexon okay amelia lynn yeah (laughs) it's all lynn yeah Yeah. no (laughs) i'm confused Okay. Uh, yeah. So there was Amelia, Helena, and Cynthia. Oh, they're all they're all us at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Were they okay? Wait, is this like bewitched? Were they all witches? Were they all wizards uh, and warlocks and shit? N- no, no. Cynthia was the only the only witch. Okay. Sorceress. Um, Amelia was. Mostly just unfortunate. Um, oh. And then Fair. Helena was a bitch. Oh. Like, not yeah. Cynthia level of bitch, but like a bitch. <laughs> Helena was the Karen. Ah. Okay. I don't know why I keep saying Helena. That's it's supposed fine. to be Helena, but fuck it, it's Helena. Helena. I always um, call it Helena. Uh, who was the... Um, okay, so Warren was the the dead brother. The one there that Silas killed. Dead well, no, the one that Silas killed was Warren. Yes. Who whose whose mom was his? Amelia. It was her youngest. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So cool. just for just for your background and for anybody who cares, um, Silas Moore the first had one wife, uh, Janine Caramon. Janine. Uh, Janine. <laughs> Janine. God damn it, Janine. <laughs> and they had three children, Darian, Cecilia, and Silas. Darian? Yes. Uh, Silas killed both of his siblings, I believe. I mean, fair. He, he may not have directly killed Darian, but he definitely killed Cecilia. Uh, Silas II had, had three wives. Uh, Amelia had Lauren, Amelia, her daughter, named after her. Leroy and Warren. Only Lauren and Leroy are still alive. Helena had Zachariah, who's dead. Victoria, also dead. And Holt, who is still alive. And then Cynthia Versari had uh, Silas and with someone else had Justine. Yeah. But Mm. Silas adopted Justine. After killing her dad. yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, he had to make her available for adoption, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. But yeah, the, uh, that could, for Let's one see. thing. The who... only other man that Cynthia ever loved. She never loved Silas. Is the only man Cynthia ever loved, rather. Well. Fuck her. Who cares? She was um... just like, well, I'm fucking done with that. Yeah, she moved on to women. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's uh, yeah, Lauren and 
being yeah, yeah silas killing his yeah yeah littlest yeah littlest brother from his mom i so doubt that. he knows about that um yeah cool do you want to find out you could always ask i could but just that put your damn kind of, foot in your mouth that would kind of be an asshole thing to do um so do you know your little brother killed your other little brother no, I'd probably ask Silas before I would ask him. Uh, yeah. but. Uh, true. Boring. Okay. <laughs> I'm not just going to be like, so, hey, let's spill all the secrets that yeah, I... Let's, let's talk about all the murders that have happened yeah. amongst your, your family and how your dad killed everybody. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Uh, yeah. As you guys sit waiting... Um, there are a few people actually sort of working in this area, like almost like it's treated like a like a tavern. And uh, this little uh, gnome woman sort of comes over to you guys' table and she's got like the apron and everything. And she looks up at you guys and says, can I get you anything? Uh, just hungry, thirsty? Uh, I will have an apple and... Uh, Okay. And some sort of breakfast appropriate alcohol. Are you if sure you that's all it. you want? That's yep. it's not very I'm, substantial. You're a thin little thing. That's it's it's fine. I'm good. I'm great. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she looks at Silas wow. and says, Um, I'll have <laughs> whatever's for breakfast, just a small portion, please. And she nods and says, all right, we don't say this. And she just takes off. Um, I love how, So sorry, sidebar, but like fucking Marin can make anything awkward. Yes. Yeah. Literally anything. <laughs> and I'm not sure if it's just Ash or if it's, it's like Ash. actually Marin. It's, it's Ash. I would like an apple. I think so. Marin is very confident when it comes to like I have a goal and a purpose, and I can you know I can intimidate you know whoever I want to. But when it's just like casual like interactions with social people, it's niceties, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, but eventually she comes back uh, not too long before Lauren, and uh, she brings uh, you guys drinks and she does bring you a little like she brings silas a little bit more than he asked for and she sort of pushes an extra plate toward <laughs> you and she walks away she doesn't charge you guys anything oh. um and uh lauren steps up sits down and the lady soon comes back and just plonks a big tankard in front of him he says thank you delilah and she walks away hey there delilah hey there delilah <laughs> what's it like um, in constanos uh that doesn't work no, it doesn't. um and uh lauren uh oh we need an extra syllable leans yeah. on the table looks at you guys and says so uh couple things uh she's kind of eccentric that the lady who's helping us with this and uh she took one look at that thing and she did not want to look over it here. Uh, okay. Do you know that book's enchanted? No. What With what? We're working on it. But uh, we're going to go meet her 
elsewhere. Okay. Because it's a little, it's a little suspicious. Okay. Um, this this came from uh, your Alistair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he i don't know what so there were so many eyebrow movements going on and like and then he just said alistair anyway (laughs) there was so much hinting and they're just like you're you know you're like you know alistair you're like why did you even what was the point of all that (laughs) because he couldn't i couldn't come up with anything to say because if he said like her dad that would be like insulting no i know but i love it because that now lauren is perpetually this way he's like always hinting at something but like we'll just say it are you you know (laughs) fucking That could be a thing. I love that. That would be a hilarious quirk. Um, <laughs> oh, he's a chaser. Uh, but yeah, uh, he says, so finish up your stuff and uh, we'll go talk to her. She's going to meet us at uh, her place. Uh, I kind of just like take a huge swig of whatever I was given to drink and pick up the apple and I'm like, I'm ready to go right now. Let's go. Uh... I mean, you don't have to rush. Oh, uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. And he he sees this reaction, he just gets this smile on his face. Like, the kind of smile that Silas occasionally gets when you're just like, I'm fine, it's fine, it's all fine, yeah. Um, he's just like, are you, are you okay? Sorry, I'm just, uh, we've been awake for a while uh and just got that there's a lot that's happened within the last day with us and like the last month i guess uh anything so, safe to say in public that you can update me on no <laughs> all right <laughs> well okay well well don't don't hit hit in anything you're not uh, sure about well i'm sure everybody uh already is going to figure this out uh silas's mom is uh dead you see this look come over his face that's like oh thank god but he doesn't actually say it he like catches himself he's like um that's he looks at silas (laughs) like looking for his reaction and silas does look like not He's not happy about it, but he's not sad either. And Lauren's like, that's a thing. All right. Uh, Sai, you you okay? And Silas sort of shrugs and says, well, I mean, she was my mother, but it's a good thing she's gone. And Lauren nods slowly and says, okay, then I'm not going to comment. Because we both know that I have nothing good to say about her. And Silas nods. Same here. Don't worry. And Lauren, like, leans over to you. So Silas can't hear. He'd be like, who, who did it? Who finished her off? Our friend. Uh, he's an Elisir, Um, But Sai helped. Oh, well, uh, if we run into that person, uh, just remind me to, like, 
buy them a drink. Okay. And he oh, he back. doesn't drink. Oh, okay. I'll buy him a meal. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'm sure he eats. I'm sure so. he. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm bad at meeting new people. Me too. Hey. Hey. Yeah. All right. There you go. You'd think you'd think being an officer in the Chasers would mean that you have some level of like charisma, but no. Yeah. What do you need charisma for? Besides Art, magic. Magic, yeah. Yeah. Nah. I'm I'm good with what I would have got. And uh he he sits back still drinking from his tankard and uh Silas motions toward his wrapped up hand and said and uh what have you gotten into lately and lauren looks down at his hand says oh you know dragons realm gates all that fun shit i look over at silas like i'm gonna lean in to i'm gonna lean in so that um lauren can't hear i'm like how much do you trust your brother here with my life should we tell him about nikolai probably not here well no but we should try to work into it yes okay and lauren's just watching you guys like just gonna sit back and just kind of like yeah I assume I'll be updated later. Yes. Okay. Um, but as you guys finish up your stuff, he takes you out of the uh, guild walk. He takes you back to one of the circles and uh, takes you over to... I uh, takes you into... Where would she be? So I guess it's part of Angius. Um, takes you to the outer village of Angius that sits on the edge of the Aranath forest. And uh, you guys walk a ways, like to the edge of this village, the outer edge of the entire city. Uh, right about... Sure. Okay. Uh, you have to switch it over to the map. Oh, whoops, 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 whoops. I did. I see it. Oh, why do I not? Hold on, let me try switching it back and forth. Ah, there it is. Now I see it. Ratchier. Rather. Um, where this sort of area has a lot of farm fields in it and a couple like, uh, there's uh, logging operations nearby. And uh, there's a few houses around here. And Lauren takes you to one really cute little cottage with like a clay shingled roof. Um, and uh, it's surrounded by a little fence and it has like a goat in the yard and it's just like pure cottage core no um, it's just adorable and it's covered in ivy and uh he goes up and like knocks on the door and immediately it opens and he just steps right through with you guys and uh inside uh you see there is a female minotaur uh who is in similar uh similarly like dusty beaten up clothes the the chasers don't really have a uniform the only thing that they all share in common is the nine rings uh symbol that they wear and uh she is uh she 
welcomes you guys in uh, this beautiful, like dark brown Minotaur in uh, sort of regular, almost uh, frayed at the edges, like leathers and uh, linen, uh, linen shirt and whatnot. And you see she's got uh, the sort of end of one of her ears like clipped off and whatnot. But uh, she welcomes you guys in and says, all right, well, uh, I guess this is, uh, and she looks at Silas and says, I don't recognize his face anywhere. Uh, and you must be Manon. You got it. And she reaches out a humongous hand because Minotaurs are massive. <laughs> and she says, my name's Ona. I'll shake her hand. Nice to meet you. And I understand you, uh, she reaches uh, into her own coat and pulls out the journal. I understand you brought this to us? Yep, that would be me. Uh, so while you were all on your way here, I actually had a moment to sit down and look it over, and I think I'm onto something. Um, this is, uh, I really think it's just sort of a personal journal, but the things written inside of it are strange they seem like plans travel uh, come here and she brings you guys over to a table where she has just like a almost like a butcher block style table with four chairs around it and uh, she lays the journal down you can see there's a note sheet there that she's already started writing out a cipher um because this woman is amazing and uh she shows you some of the things that she's already written out and uh, among them, you can see that she's sort of taking like shorthand notes of what she can read. And you see listed Frosthold, Tower, um, Library, and a couple notes here and there about like directions. She says, uh, most of what I can see in here, there's a few things that are sort of uh, almost the... They're almost double encoded distinctive information that's hard to uh, hard to pull apart. I'm still working on those. But uh, the general knowledge in here seems to be about traveling to some place in Frosthold, this tower in the middle of a lake. And uh, I took a moment to ask for a couple maps of Frosthold to see if I could figure out maybe what it was uh, going for. And she uh, shows you, she also has like a stack of papers on this table. She pulls out a map of Frosthold, the sort of peninsula. It says, and there's a couple potential places that I think this is talking about. Um, the most likely one that I can gather based on what's written here is a place called Gungnir Tower. Uh, it's literally a tower in the middle of a lake. Nothing else on the island. Hold on. Hold on. I okay. can spell that for you if you need. Yeah, well, okay. My Microsoft Word is fucking bitch, so I'm going to start writing hand notes because... Probably a good idea. It won't let me open up my old notes. So what is? I just sent it in chat, but it's G U N, G N I R, Gungnir Tower. Okay. 
Okay. Inspired by the spear. <clears throat> yes. Um, okay. Uh, you said this was a personal journal. Does it... Yes. Is there any idea of how far back it goes? Uh, the earliest entries seem to be this past summer. Um... The first entry mentions being in, she sort of flips back to it, uh, mentions being somewhere in Loch Minos, though not specifically where, and it's written by a different person. I don't know who this is. Oh. And she what sort is- of shows you the, the handwriting where it changes over. Um, the older handwriting, you don't know. But the where it changes over, it immediately becomes Alistair's handwriting. What what is it talking about in in that other person's handwriting? Uh, well, I'm gonna assume that this person is also some sort of arbiter. Uh, they talk about setting up. Uh, she reads through it. Says talks about uh, contacting nobles in Cascasval to set up. Uh, sort of drop-off points in Lokbenos for the Arbiters. Uh, okay. Which, based on some things that we've heard recently, uh, we don't know exactly who the person is, but there are camps and checkpoints and drop-offs starting to uh, appear in Lokbenos, especially on the northern coast. Um, whoever this person is, we'd love to know, because they're obviously helping out it says that they're uh helping uh figure out the right places that are hidden away it doesn't give any specific details so i wouldn't be able to track them down but um they seem like someone important in the process yeah i i look at silas and i'm like that doesn't sound like Kellogg. doesn't it though i don't know it he He's a slave trader. Well, he's not an arbiter, and he's... Well, I guess he's a slave trader, but... And um, Ona says, Kellogg? Who's this? Uh, all right. Well, we're Good far question. enough away from civilization where we can start spilling some details. Um, Alistair Altera is a lich. And, and you see both her and uh, Lauren just be like, oh, shit. Yep, yep, yep. And um, Lauren pulls out his own journal and starts writing notes. Uh, his phylactery is a man only known as Kellogg. Um, no other name? No, no other identity aliases? Not that we've come across. He's a drow. Uh, he... From uh, my sister and uh, our friend, uh, we found out that he ran a haberdashery in... Millinery. Millinery, sorry, in uh, Port Natalene, uh, which was burned down. Um, mm-hmm. And he's been a little MIA ever since then, except for when he appears with Al- Alistair because of that connection. I see. So, do you know if this will sound like a stupid question, but do you know if Kellogg is in control 
of Alistair Altera or the other way around? It seems like Kellogg is the one orchestrating okay. things. I think, I don't know. At first, I thought maybe it was just they were friends and Alistair. And so, Lauren chuckles at that. Well, friends and Alistair with friends. Yeah. A, and friendly-ish acquaintance and I thought maybe Alistair was just looking for somebody who was dumb enough to take on that responsibility and put a target on their back but the more that I think about it and the more I hear about this Kellogg it gets more and more suspicious it feels strategic and I feel like it has, it's tied to something, who he actually is, what he's actually doing. I think Alistair was some sort of means to an end, but I'm not sure what. So are we thinking that um, maybe Alistair was looking for some kind of scapegoat and got wrapped up in this? Or do you think it was planned by both sides? I think Alistair is a worm well, and yeah. he wanted a way where he wouldn't have to die especially when he knew that me and my sister were out for blood and so he found a way and that was the way and i'm not sure if he knows what kellogg is up to otherwise or not i just know that what is kellogg up to we don't know oh. that's the other thing all right uh so drow kellogg assume guy uh port natalene millinery okay and uh lauren is writing this down he says would the local caskers happen to know who he is or know um, of him at all? I don't remember. Um, I don't think so. Were we? I think they told us where the trade was happening. The caskers did? I thought so. No, that was Laura Bain. I mean, is she connected us. with the caskers? The the wardens and the caskers do work together in Port Natalie. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys were specifically assigned by Laura, though. Yeah. Yeah. The the caskers are sort of the 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 anti-hero arbiters who are just smugglers and do good shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. I mean. That's not entirely known. I would assume that if he had a shop set up there, yeah. he was some sort of known to them. Yeah, and I'm sure they'd remember something about a shop burning down. I'll, I'll reach out to Mary Warda, and he looks at Ona, and she nods. And uh, Lauren uh, taps on the journal and says, okay, so the other writer in here, though, this are are you sure that this is is or is not kellogg or i i'm not sure i can't okay. be positive well uh we'll look into that but the 
the uh, stuff that Alistair wrote. And uh, Ona starts going through it, basically giving you the gist of what it says, which is um, essentially traveling from Lachmanos uh, down toward uh, Irakel with the intention to get to Frosthold. Um, she mentions that uh, Alistair wrote that he's avoiding using any large displays of magic because he's worried that it will get someone's attention. And so he is going mostly by ship and by horseback um, just to blend in, basically. Okay. Um, and uh, as she gets toward the end of the journal, she kind of stops and she says, oh, this doesn't sound good. Uh So, from what I understand from Lauren, Alistair Altair is, Altair is not your father. He's just an adopt, adoptive father. Yeah, he took my sister and I in when we were younger. Does he have a habit of adopting children? We had a couple brothers that lived with us. I don't... Because yeah. he mentions Ford by name in here. And it's not any of you that I know of and she she takes the uh, uh, starts decoding the names because names are harder to because they're not words um, and she writes down the names uh, a couple names that are definitely lock many um, one of them is uh, Zhao who she gathers from description is a tiefling uh, one of them is Bart. Uh, she doesn't gather what race he is, only that uh, he is covered in scars. Uh, there is one referred to as Ava um, that she's a little bit confused about the description uh, because oh. she is described as a barn owl. Oh. I was about to say, we rescued Ava and Sersha. It is from... not spelled the same way. Okay. Okay. Uh, it appears to be a nickname. Okay. Um, she's and then the last. Described as a barn owl? A barn owl. Um, oh, so she's a. Okay. All right. She's one of the uh, a, a barn owl yeah. with a broken arm wing. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the last one is Chen, who also appears to be a tiefling. Okay. And uh, as she. As she names them off for you, she says, it looks like he picked up these, they sound like children. Um, looks like he picked up the tieflings in Lochmanos and then picked up a, this stowaway boy, but on a ship. And then this barn owl, I'm going to assume he's talking about like a, some sort of bird person, maybe an Aracocra. Uh, Pick them up in uh, northern Irakel. Are so this is recently. Yes, this uh, Ava is mentioned on the second to last page, right before it ends. Okay. Um, I'll have to ask. Actually, you know what? I'm going to jot down a really quick note on the message scroll to Clay. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be like, hey, really quick, did you see anyone else with Alistair 
like kids or associates, anything like that when he talked to you. Yeah, and you send, send that off and Ona's like, what was that? D- d- don't worry about it, magic stuff. Um, All I'm right. Just, yeah, I'm just double checking mm-hmm. something from the person who I got this book from. So, And uh, fairly quickly, Clay does answer and says... I didn't see anybody else with him, but he did have a cart drawn by two horses. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, um, that's fucking weird. Um, and as it comes back, Ona is just like, that looks useful. How do you get one of those? No, a wizard. <laughs> All right, you may have to introduce me to that wizard. I certainly will. Okay. Well, uh, what did he say? Uh, he said that he. This is one of Alistair's biological sons. Uh, oh. He was given this book by Alistair, um, and he said he appeared to be alone, but he did have a horse-drawn cart that was covered, so the kids could be in there. So you didn't steal this from Alistair? No, he gave it to his kid. Why in the name of the gods would Alistair... I don't know. Just tell everyone what he's up to? I don't know. Um, hmm. Have you talked to him recently? No. No, I honestly haven't actually talked to him in two years he not since i look at silas and i'm like not since you kicked his ass back in moore's rest then silas nods he says yes i don't believe that a bullet through the head counts as a conversation not really no and uh ona looks across at lauren and says well i mean you know this man as well maybe not as well as they do but I thought you said he was a coward. Why would he tell anyone what he's up to? And Lauren shrugs, says, I don't know. Uh, maybe he's maybe he wants someone to find him. But why? That that I defeats the whole purpose of all of this. I don't know. People who are self-obsessed people work on a different level i don't understand them but does that journal give any other descriptions about those kids if they had a specific hair color or something like that and ona goes back through and says uh the only mention i see is that the boy Bart has dark hair and uh, no, no other mentions of hair color. Doesn't make any sense either. I I thought maybe if he still, I don't know, was trying to make the Highland cult get something that they would want. But And Lauren's like, what? He's, he's part of the cult now? Um, he... He wasn't officially, but he was an associate of theirs for a long time. I mean, and he has I, a particular penchant for 
remnants. That would be a Heidelin cult thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's the whole reason that he even eyed me in the first place, so... Well, tieflings usually don't have red hair. Usually. Yeah. Usually. And uh, Aarakocra usually don't have hair. Cool. So that, yeah, that... I guess he has nothing to do with the cult then. Um, well, we don't know for sure, but... Um, probably, well... I just don't know. None of that makes any sense. Uh, no. Do you... I mean, we can send some people down there to sort of scope the place out. Uh, we... If that's not going to be... I don't want to put anyone in danger over this. Well, Alistair's not exactly high on the list of threats, mostly because he only poses a threat when he is threatened. Uh, but now knowing he's a lich, I'm worried about what he's going to do with his eternal life if nobody takes it away from him. I don't know. And him handing over this journal... Like, he wants people to find him. That does kind of make it seem like Kellogg might be pulling some strings. Maybe. Like, Kellogg is... I mean, Kellogg has the upper hand overall in yes. that. He can destroy his phylactery whenever he wants. So. I'll, uh... I'll put in a discreet message to some of our chasers down there, see if they can take a look in the area. Um, at the very least, we want to figure out which tower they're talking about. There's a couple. Okay. And I'll let you know if I find anything out. Okay. But, um, yeah, we've got a... We've got some bigger problems on our plate, if you haven't noticed the dragons. Uh, yeah, we're gonna try and help with that. Um, oh, great. Yeah. Before we get on that subject, uh, going away from that asshole, um, do you, I am sure you're familiar with a guy named Nikolai Ulingrad? Yep. Uh, are you aware that he is, uh, has split affiliations? What do you mean? Uh, we recently found out from Silas's mother that he is a mole in the Guild of the Gate, and he's actually part of uh, the Highland cult. A high-ranking... I number. think you're confused. Or no. No, he works for us. Yeah, he works for you and them. No, he he's our agent with them. Wait. Oh, Are you great. saying that Fucking he's... Severus Snape over here. <laughs> so wait, you're saying that he is actually your plant. Uh yes and no. This is uh I really shouldn't be telling you this. No, you really should. Uh well, considering what you guys are up to, maybe. Um, 
he all right yes he's a white cloak we know he was raised to become a white cloak okay not sounding good hold on when he was 11 12 something like that his parents one of which was the previous white cloak for garrett aldathos uh tried to infiltrate the guild and succeeded uh but they also got their son an education with the guild and we managed to swing him to our side without blowing his parents cover so he grew up following in their footsteps helping us get into the cult to try to dismantle it in garadaldathas and you just believe him he's never given us a reason to think that he's gone back on his word that doesn't that doesn't make me feel any sort of good we so you you think he's like triple agenting us yeah it's a possibility i don't know i don't know anything about him but i mean he's he's a pretty good guy He's looked after this guild like it's his own family his entire life. Well, they're getting close to a lot of world-ending shit. We're aware, thanks to Nico. I'm just saying if he... I, I don't know. I don't know. We, he has a very important key to what we're doing. What do you mean? I'm going to whip out Flameheart staff form. They both look pleasantly surprised, but not shocked. So we're trying to kill Lillard Highland. Yeah, we know. Okay. He's got the Galahide, and I'll flip uh, Flameheart back. Mm, I think you're mistaken. I, I, Cynthia Moore said that he has it. And why? What's her reason to tell you the truth? Well, she's dead, and I told her that I would fulfill a deal with Senna for her if she told me that. So does that make you the double agent? I I was going to do that deal with Senna anyway. Okay. It Senna and I are like this. Like, come on, it's it's fine. that's not um, heartening. Well, she is the one who is like transferring these sta- saves <sighs> over to us. We know, we know. It, the the Sentinels are our sort of founding organization. We're still very close with them. We know what's going on up there. At least officers in the guild do. I I can look into it, but Nico is he's been with us since he was 11. That that's almost it's almost 40 years now. And he's been, with the, he's been with the cult longer. He was 
born into it, not by choice, like a lot of people. I'm just saying time, you know, if you're, if you're going by how long loyalties are owed, then the cult is long. But I would love to think that you're right and everything, but we've been backstabbed too many times. Well, you said you think he has the Galahide. Yes. If he does, he hasn't told us. So if that's true, so that's then you're right. Yeah. But if he doesn't have it, then I feel like it's safe to continue trusting him. One of his goals for a long, long time has been to acquire one of the staves for us so that we can seal it away. But now that your crew is tethering them to people, we've been looking into the idea of potentially doing that with one of our trustworthy members, not a member of the Highland cult who works for us. Well, we actually gave that to you. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, Ithane Molnark will be getting in contact with you all shortly. Um, you found Molly. Yep. And you gave him a staff. Yep. What is wrong with you? We had no other choice. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So overall, I will say you're welcome. Uh, That was, uh, that wasn't our first pick. Is there any way to undo that? There is. Don't know how, but there is, apparently. We'll see. Just Molly's a good guy. He's he's great. He does his job really well most of the time. But he's kind of stupid. Yeah. Uh more uh spontaneous. Hmm. And uh, when you're talking about power, that big, potentially world-ending power, uh, spontaneity is not the greatest Uh characteristic. I look over at Silas and I'm like, you want to tell them about my track record? (laughs) Lauren just puts his head in his hand. She's like, oh god, we're all gonna die. Yeah, probably. Okay. Well, um, I mean, if all else fails, we'll just run to the Feywild. I have one-way ticket. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, I'd like to try and, like, fix this world, uh, or keep it from blowing up. Yeah. We'll see. Um, well, I, uh, I know a few folks who are it's sort of their job to be uh, suspicious of Nico, who I can talk to about this, and we can see if we can covertly see what he's been up to. I mean, uh, we were also planning on going to the Realm Gate. Uh, oh, right. After... Then you can come with me. Yeah. So, well, we were going over there to get the Galahide from him. I hope desperately that he does not have it. We'll see. Because that's... 
this guild works off a uh, very deep sense of trust and family. And the few traitors that we've ever had have caused massive problems in the past. And if someone as high up on the chain as Nico were to be a traitor after all this time. I sincerely, I I sincerely do hope that it isn't true. I would love to totally believe that Cynthia Moore was just being her bitchy lying self but also she had nothing left to lose Hmm. well I need to make it very clear that nothing that we've said in this room can leave this room obviously and if you are ever under threat of a zone of truth or mind reading I desperately need you to resist it with everything you have trust me I would do that anyway okay great uh, he looks uh, toward Ona, who's still looking through the journal, and uh, she makes a few more notes and actually hands it back to you with her notes. It says, that's the gist of all the important bits I can see. Most of it is uh, most of it is uh, ledger material, uh, sort of keeping track of finances outside the usual journal entries. Uh, Did he mention anything about me or my sister, Sylphie? I did see the name Sylphie in here, yes. What did and she, she flips to it. It's uh, getting toward the end, and uh, she reads it off, uh, and it says, I understand that the uh, what would he refer to you guys as? probably just refer to you as like something generic uh, because he's mostly generic in this journal. It just says, I understand the group is is meaning to bring back Sylphie. And uh, Ona says, and it says, I hope they succeed. Okay. And that's uh, the only mention. Okay. I'll take the book from her. I'm like, all right. Um, this was helpful. Thank you. Um, Silas, we should probably go. Uh, and I'm going to stand up and walk out. Um, he stands up with you. And Lauren stands up as well and says... I uh, I have some other work to get to, but I understand you guys are going to have sort of a meeting tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yep. I and a lot of the other chasers are probably going to be around, so. Try uh, not to be too close by. I think we want to keep it rather personal so that there's she doesn't get overwhelmed you're gonna try to talk her down mm-hmm. good luck 
Well, I figure it's better than trying to kill her. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep our distance, but be safe. Don't show that journal to anybody. And uh, preferably don't tell anyone that you don't know anything about this entire situation. Yeah. Be careful, and I'll probably see you guys tomorrow. Okay, I'll leave. We just spent two hours on that. Yeah. All right, Kit and Sylvie. Yeah, we're going down to the beach. Each. Let's go. Uh, yeah. You guys uh, take. Do you guys walk down, or do you take the circle? Oh, we definitely take a circle. Fuck walking. That takes so uh, you head into the Obsidia Circle and you emerge from uh, an open air uh, building, mostly built out of columns that has the set of circles inside. Um, and this opens out into a uh, another. Most of them open out into market areas, and you can see. Um, traders from further away people selling like exotic goods you can see fishmongers you can see uh entire like covered market strips in this area and uh just beyond the bounds of this square shaped market you see these humongous warehouses and you can see even from where you are just the massive uh sails and masts uh out on the sea and at the piers where all the ships are and uh, as you guys step out into the market, Sylvie looks around, kind of wrinkles her nose at the smell of fish, and says, Okay, are we going to, like, a dock or, like, a beach somewhere? Uh, let's let's go to the beach so we can... Yeah. Go get away? Yeah. God yeah, damn we probably it. don't want to summon a kraken next to a bunch of boats. I mean, are we doing that? Not today. Oh, okay. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. And she follows your lead. Okay. It's just uh, like old time. Yay! It's just getting uh, We go down there to that sandy place where water meets land. <laughs> and Yeah, that's why it's called sand. Sea meets land. Uh-huh. And no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. You can't it tell is? me otherwise. No. No, it's not. <laughs> okay. Um, and then know. we, uh, would be I, good though, right? <laughs> that would be, so it would be dumb. fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I, so I have Taldanos ring on one hand and I have the birch heart on the other one. So I'm going to put the, the Taldanos hand in the water and be like, Hey Maz, we need to, we need to talk. Okay. And, uh, you wait a moment and Sylphie just stands there with her arms crossed, just looking out toward the horizon and soon you see a little wiggly orange dot coming toward you. Just wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so I'll grab Sylphie and be like, all right, come on. And like we step uh, out into the water. My feet are going to get wet. Yep, they are. Um, and I cast. She like tosses off her boots before she steps on. I cast speak with animals. Okay. And I look at Maz and I'm like, all right, Maz. How are you doing, first of all? Great. That sounded sarcastic. No, I was honest. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Okay. 
Um, Lots happening. Yes, it is. Uh, we need to talk to Taldanast. Can you take us there? Uh, like right now? Yes. Um, she's kind of, kind of busy. Uh, what busy with what? She's a Titan, and she does all the other Titans' jobs for the most part. She's always busy. Uh, do you think she has time for someone called a Larka? Oh, like, 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 like yes, that. Yes, that um, guy. Like, is he? Is he here? Uh, I kind of turn and show him the frostbite on my ear. I'm like, he talked to me. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. My uh, new favorite thing is to freak out the gods. Oh god. Uh yeah, yeah. Um come 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 and he like waves a fin at you and he like swims out further. And uh, under the water where it's harder to see from shore in case anybody's watching, he turns into a large orange orca whale. Oh, not a dragon. He's a creamsicle whale. Yeah, he looks like Caleb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, we grab on. I'll like look at Sophie. I'll be like, "Come on, get on the get on the fish." Okay, and she comes up and grabs onto him. I I literally almost was like, "Okay, okay, okay." I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> like... <laughs> "Yeah," but she she swims out and grabs onto him. And when you and Silas do something from now on, I'll play Silas. No. And then you can play oh, Sylvie. No, God, no, 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 no. You may not. Um, Marin, darling. No. Hello. No. Divorce. Divorce. <laughs> no, that would make you sound like I'll. Uh, oh, I'll I just sure. wanted to make a yeah. really dark joke. Madam, darling. Yes. Um, no, say it now. You said divorce, and I was like, wouldn't be the first time somebody said that to me. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's dark. Oh, it's it is okay. real dark, but yeah. Okay. Right. We'll go. Honestly, on like the scale of our humor, that's like medium dark though. Yeah, yeah that's like yeah, yeah that's a medium, medium roast. roast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are pretty uh I think pretty, I think we deep. all spend far too much time together at this point. Probably, We're finishing yeah. each other's sandwiches, which sandwiches, is a problem. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, yeah. sandwich sounds so good right now. It does. Um, I'm I ate some fast panda though. Fast Panda. That's yeah. what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> I made a hot dog while you guys oh were talking. Anyway, hot dog. Anyway. Hot dog. Uh, you guys shoot out into the open sea. And uh, while at first it's difficult to hold on, at some point something takes over and just sort of like glues you guys to Maz as he just gets faster and faster and faster <laughs> until you realize you're just rushing through open water faster than any living thing probably ever has. Mm -hmm. And eventually you start to feel the water uh, grow extremely cold and then eventually warmer and warmer as you see below you uh, the sea uh, seafloor comes up to meet you with this just river of beautiful coral and sea life all sort of intermixed together and you see in the distance the drop off and uh, drop -off. as Maz races toward it he, he starts to start uh, yes I know the drop off oh my god Nemo swimming out of the sea <laughs> um, he touched the butt <laughs> he touched the butt 
guys approach this just sudden end to the coral reef and you can see um you can see the sort of uh dusty it's not smoke because it's underwater but this just dusty ichor billowing up from below from vents near the uh, lava flows and you realize that you are back at the edge of Drosdana. And uh, as Maz comes to a stop right next to the edge, Sylphie lets go. Don't and uh, you both you both slowly, instead of drifting upward, you drift down to the bottom like you're being weighed down until your feet touch down in the sand. Oh. Um, and uh, Maz just shoots away into the abyss. And I kind of just look at Selfie and like, so, how are you doing? I don't want to be here. Okay. I mean, I can do most of the talking. Yeah. She didn't even say sorry. Oh, tell Donas, you mean? I mean, she said, she told you she was sorry, but she hasn't yeah. told me she's sorry. I Well, tell her you want to hear the S word. She's a god. Yeah? She's supposed to help. She... I mean, she tried. Yeah. I know it's not sure. It's not enough, but at the same time, like... She did... She... Uh, I don't know. It. You're not going to be able to say anything to make me feel better. I'm just mad no, at something that I did to myself. It's not her responsibility to keep mortals from dying, I guess, but, you know. No. Knowing that she could have, kind of. I don't know. I, I just feel some kind of way. I don't know. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Your feelings are valid. I validate your feelings. <laughs> Thanks, kid. I What? I'm trying to get better at being this this thing that people are always looking for, like this this... Everybody wants to talk about stuff and, like, feel things. So I'm trying to be better about it. What did Marin do to you? I, you know what? She made me realize that I'm not as chaotic as I thought I was. Okay. She is... Just when you think, like, Marin's gonna do something intelligent, she does exactly the opposite. <laughs> it's... It's been yeah. it's been a lot. I mean she doesn't do anything without a reason at the very least. Oh, she has reasons. But they're just not I don't know. Sometimes they're good reasons, but I feel like the reason and the conclusion don't really line up and they're just like, you know, hopping all over the place it can be it's just it's it's weird it's a lot plus you know i'm like the most important druid that's ever lived so it's kind of i there's a lot of responsibility on my shoulders now i feel like and i belong to two guides now like what am i supposed to do <laughs> i don't know maybe check your fucking pride what what about it it's fine it's there i checked it you are just like pure ego. Sometimes. I have to do that to balance out all the all the selfless acts that I do. 
Maz, are you done yet? <laughs> and, and eventually uh, you do see little clownfish Maz coming back. Just wiggling his way along. And As Sylph- he's coming like, over, I like look, I like whisper to Sylvia. I'm like, I did just give a guy a second chance on life, so I feel like I'm doing okay. Yeah, but you picked a weird guy to do that to. We'll see. Like, like I agree, but still, like him. I mean, I did people, hear everything you were saying about feeling so bad about him dying. I didn't feel bad about him dying. I felt bad about his brother being totally okay with it and just fucking handing him over. I might have misread that situation slightly. <laughs> I feel like a few people did. Uh, but I, you know, I just handed him back over to his brother, so I guess it'll be fine now. Sure, totally. Everything will be fine. Yeah, we'll see in about ten years. wonderful day in the neighborhood. (sighs) And, uh, Maz finally reaches you guys. He says, she's coming. One minute. Okay. All right. And uh, how many? How long is one minute in God minutes? Is that like a couple days or like a minute? Oh, okay, okay. Like a, like a like a you minute. Oh, a me minute. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's already been at least five me minutes. What's going on? No, I meant like a general. Never mind. And <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you see, as he's just finishes, um, you see rising up from the depths, uh, not in her titanic form that you've seen her in before, but in a slightly larger than life, uh, about an eight, nine foot figure arises from the depths of the trench before you. You see the long braided, almost seaweed textured hair Um, the dark sun-weathered skin, the skirts and uh, top made of sailcloth and nets and um, all these sort of hooks attached to her belt as she steps onto the edge of the drop-off and looks between the two of you and her gaze stops on Sylphie who's still standing there with her arms crossed just looking up at Taldanost. And you see Taldanost holds this sort of stoic expression for a moment until it sort of fails and her brows furrow and she sort of frowns. You see the shoulders drop ever so slightly. And Sylphie sort of reads this body language and says, don't make me feel bad. And Taldanos steps forward and offers out her battle-scarred, weather-worn hands to Sylphie. And Sylphie looks down at them, looks back up at her, said, you, uh, you, you didn't even come talk to me at all. And Taldanos nods ever so slightly. And, uh, Sylphie sort of takes a step step back and said you just left me there didn't didn't do anything and told Danos shakes her head Sylphie sighs and says god damn it I wish you could fucking say something just once and told Danos shakes her head sort of lowering her head and uh 
Sylvie just waves her away and says, Kit, you talk at her. I don't know. Okay. Um, hey, Maz, do you want to do the translating? And he comes up and you see his body uh, extend into his smaller dragon form and he wraps around Tall Dunost and he looks towards Sylphie and says, are you sure you don't want to try to talk to her? And Sylphie just shakes her head, says, I, I need a second. Just, I got to figure out how I want to phrase what I want to say without being a complete bitch. And Maz nods. Huh. Okie doke. Well, let's, uh, you go while well, y'all are figuring that out. Um, let's, uh, let's jump right into it. So, uh, Kevin McAmbaro has reconstituted the shield around the Monomarig using the overgrowth staff, which means she is now trapped fighting Algar Heidelin for control. And Taldanas nods at this like she she knows. Okay. I tried to talk to her to see how things were going because the overgrowth is getting out of control. And I was cut off by Alarka. And Taldanas pulls back and Maz like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Uh so that was just a just a flood of memories. Uh, and Taldanas looks at him and he's like, yeah, I know. I remember too. I was there. Um, and Maz looks at you and says, yeah, yeah, we, we're intimately familiar with him and the dissolution and the Age of Frost and everything. Uh, did he say something um, or was it just screaming it was just screaming and i don't know if he did that i'm assuming he did it to stop me from gaining an edge over algar because algar is losing no kenna is losing mass says that no No, i'm telling you in the fight between kenna and oh that's not what i meant Okay. I yeah, meant yeah, the yeah. I meant as far as the staves Overall. go. Yeah, Algar okay. is losing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I get you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's just trying to stop us from gaining more of an edge than we already have. However, he's apparently working with. Did you tell me this, Marin? Hmm. That Alarka is working with Kyla, or did we find that out? Oh yeah, because well, you you spied on me when I was talking. That's right. I sure did. Okay. But well, you didn't hear everything Cynthia said, but I figured I would just fill you in. Yeah. Yeah, we sort of agreed that you filled in stuff. So Alarka apparently has reached out to Kyla Uruvela, and they are trying to copy what we're doing with the staves, but in the opposite direction. Oh no. Or for the cult, at least. They have and possession of the Galahide. Do you know who they're reaching out to? As far as I know, they're trying to use the Realm Gate to find somebody to do it. 
And he looks at Toldanost, who you can see she's thinking. And uh, he says, I mean, the it could be someone we don't even know, or it could be one of the entities that fought with us in the dissolution. It could be Sov, it could be Gion, it could be Stionix, or maybe it's somebody else. Oh yeah, we heard about all those. Yeah. Yeah, they sort of united together under Larka back then, but once he was gone, they just sort of did their own thing. So my my concern is that we don't know if we're destroying Algar's soul. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We um, don't know. Senna has the core. Yes. The core is part of her. If they switch the Galahide, or if we get it and switch it over, the only piece that's left is the core. And the boxed. And the boxed, which we can get, we have technically, we can get a hold of that. But once we switch them over, I don't know if the core is just suddenly going to become whole. And he's uh, going to come screaming back into existence. I mean, it's possible. And then, it won't be as strong as it would have been if it had the other staves, but if it is collecting the pieces of his soul, then there will at least be him to deal with, with yeah. the amplifier. Yeah. And my... I'm also worried that Senna is going to die before we get it all figured out. And he looks at Taldanost, who you can see her just shake her head. Um... Hold on. Who, who is she related to specifically? Uh, how much does she break care out about the family Senna? tree? Yeah, I need to know how close she is. Because uh, I know that in when Senna was Senna, like the original Senna, they were pretty close. Mm. Um, Tal Dunost. Oh yeah, is at Lauren's granddaughter. So that would make Senna her aunt by blood and being that Lauren and Senna were super duper close yeah she'd be very close with her um and uh Maz speaking for Taldana says well I mean she's she's a god was a god so if patterns hold true she can't die die I mean she'll die but that just means her physical form will be gone, but she's worried that if she dies again, this time there will be a lot more damage. What do you she's mean? still technically a ghost. A lot more damage to her memories? To her soul. Okay. When... When a god dies they lose all of their physical raw power and they go usually to the astral sea that's where we take them when they die mm -hmm. and entities like Dalthair come back eventually and start rebuilding their power but they're still not whole Senna was killed by her son and she didn't go to the Astral Sea because we couldn't find her in time. The Demi Weir was raised 
before we could take her there to recover. So she sealed on that side of the demiware. And she's still just a soul, not an avatar or a physical form. So if she were to be killed again, it might destroy her completely. All right. We're trying to let her rest as much as possible because we have no one else to switch over anymore. Well, when you're talking pieces of titanic power, literally, in these staves, going through a fallen ghost of a god, you would need centuries, if not millenniums, for her to rest properly. Oh. When gods are wounded, sometimes they never heal. I mean, that's what happened to Ayun. That's what happened to to Ursaomat, they're both wounded from things that happened thousands of years ago. Okay. All right. Um, Just writing that down. So we're not we don't really know how to keep Alarka out of the picture. Our idea is to kill Kyla, but I don't even know if we can. Well, Alarka is on the side of the demi where the, all of the gods are on, including myself, not Taldunas. The, the titans are, those that are left, are inside the demi where. Alarka mm-hmm. is on the outside with us. I'm I'm just a projection. That's why I can't do much. But the staves were originally created to be a way to punch through the demiware. That's my other concern is that if they can get I don't know if the staves still retain the power to do that. I don't know. I mean, no one's ever done what you guys are doing. Yeah. We knew it was... We knew it was helping, but we don't know what the limits are. This is unprecedented stuff. Yeah. We can only find out by doing, but... Um. And he glances at Toldanas as she sort of like nods toward him. He says, she she wants to know if Senna's helping you by choice. Yes, we're not forcing her. Okay. I don't think we could. Well, I mean, Olgar did. We, We haven't coerced her in any way. She... She did it once by accident when she removed the tether from Marin and then we reached out to her to do it again. And mm-hmm. she's been continuing to do it without prompting. Even when she's can barely stand, she continues to do it. And you see Tall Donas just shake her head, put a hand to her forehead, and uh, Maz sighs and says, Well, <sighs> 
that's kind of expected for Senna, at least the way she used to be. Uh, I mean, if this is how she wants to help, we can't tell her no. But if there is any way you can keep her from being, I guess, finished off by the core, that would be helpful. Um, we, we're trying to do things on our end too, but obviously we're limited. Um, between Taldanost having to carry the weight of almost all of the other Titans and me just being an avatar, there's only so much we can do without other things going completely wrong. Do you have any idea how to remove the core from her? You're the only people who've ever figured out how to untether Olgar's soul. Because I wonder if... I wonder if removing the core would stop his soul from coming back. Just because it's the main piece. But I don't, I don't know. I think at this point it would kill her to remove the core. Possibly. I, um, I know I talked to Maz about that pocket watch, but told them it's not. It seems like, uh, Cynthia Moore also made a deal with with Senna to get that pocket watch. Taldanos looks at Maz and he says, we actually had something to tell you about that after you last mentioned it. You had something to tell me about it? Mm-hmm. Uh, or had something to tell you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we looked into the white eel. Yeah. And we think you're right. We think it's either, it could be one of two things. It's either a creature looking in for Ilarka, or it is an avatar of Ilarka, which is not good because he's not supposed to be able to be here if he can i mean he damaged me i don't yeah. he must be able to do something uh, to to be clearer so after well during the dissolution talon out of revenge for his kids and his wife he cursed Ilarka to suffer unimaginable pain forever. And he sealed him back in his realm. He's not supposed to be able to come back to Atlaren, even outside of the Demiware. So he should not be able to cast an avatar inward or be able to physically influence anything in Atlaren. The fact that he can means he's broken out. Or he broke out, or did someone set him free? That's that's the other very disturbing question. Because we know the other three are still out there. They were also sealed away, but... 
despite best efforts, you can't keep a god chained forever. So, uh, yeah. So there's that going on. Um, yeah. And then I also wanted to bring somebody to meet you, and I summon Nyx. Like, in staff form. Like, somebody mm -hmm. wanted to say hello to you. Okay. Um, as you summon Nyx's staff form, uh, the the staff sort of creates like a like a cavitation as it just pushes water out of the way. Um, and uh, as you're holding on to it, the staff just starts fucking vibrating like mad. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, the staff disappears, and you see this little blobby wisp mm -hmm. just sitting there in the water, and he's just wide-eyed looking up at Tall Dunost. And she looks down at him, and you see her lift a hand just to, like, clutch her chest. And she reaches out a hand to him, and he comes up and, like, takes hold of her finger. And you see her eyes, these mis mis mismatched eyes flash, and Nyx's do the same at the same time. And Maz, like, lets go of Tull Dunost, like, almost like he just got shocked. He's like, oh, god, okay. Uh, oh. Do you, do you understand this, what happened here? Uh, what just happened? Or no, him, him. Do you know what he is? I know that he was made in a battle with Taldonos, but I don't know yeah. uh, what it is, what he is. So she, you, as, as he's explaining this, Taldonos has just pulled Nyx close to her chest, and they're just sort of looking at each other. It's like looking at a mother looking at her child, and uh, he explains. A lot of the staves were made in fights with her because she took over the other titans' work. And, you know, after the dissolution, she was one of the only ones left. And so she sort of controls their powers. He is part of her. Oh. Like, in a similar way that... Olgar's had part of his soul in the Sefenhide. Gotcha. He's... How do I explain this? He is a... He's an element of her, but he's also an element of you now. Okay. That's why he's so crazy. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, Tall Dunnos is just looking down at him. They're just enraptured with each other. And you can see him, like, he's got his little nubby hands just, like, attached to the front of her blouse. And Maz is just like, okay, that's weird. Uh, mm -hmm. And Sylphie, meanwhile, is quietly watching this. Um, kind of not able to be super mad at this very second. Uh, uh, 
he wanted to meet you, and I had also an odd question for you. Mm -hmm. Especially Taldana, since she's here on this side of the Demiware. Mm -hmm. Where is Fearin? Fearin? Yeah. Not here. Is Are they on the other side of the Demiware, or just well, are they just it, gone? No. Uh, it's It's difficult to explain. The, of the eight titans, only a few of them are still around. But the others that are missing, oh, they're still tethered here. Well, I'm sorry. Wrong one. Where is Hiran? Hiran is... Hiran is hiding. Do you know where? Why do you need to know? We, because... we don't really want to bother them unless we have to. Because I know where Firin is. Wait, them? What gender is Hiran? I can't remember. I thought it was they. Hiran. Hiran is. Uh, no, both of. No, wait, whoa, sorry. Hiran is female. Okay. Hiran like, is non binary. You showed me the picture before, and I was like, Hiran's a woman? You were like, no, they're not. I was like, okay. I, I know. I got confused between the two. Hiran is female presenting. Okay. Uh,. They're they're the badass. Okay, okay. I thought I had mixed up their their portraits. Um, sorry. Uh, she's she's hiding. She's grieving. For who? Fearin. But I know where Fearin is. No, what? Fearin is. Desperately looking for Hiran. And where they don't they? know where to find them. Where's where's Furin? I... I promised them that I wouldn't tell anybody. Well, how can we help them find each other if we don't... I was hoping you'd tell me where Hiran is and I'll send them that way. Make a persuasion check. Do I get advantage or anything? No. Okay. Oh, fuck me. Persuasion. It's terrible. Ten. I'm sorry. The last... It's not that we don't trust you, but the last time we ever said where someone was... It did not go well. Let me... Maybe I can send you with... Can you deliver a message to them? Yeah. Yeah. To her? Okay. Um, let me look. Let's see what I have. Oh, I forgot Nomir and Dulcera brothers. Um... <laughs> They're Maz's kids. Oh. Yeah. 
still there as Maz's kid? I, yeah. I hold up the hand that has the ring from the birch heart on it. Ooh. And I look at both of them and I'm like, the birch heart has chosen me to help them. And told us, like, attention torn away from Nyx. It's just wide-eyed. I know where Fearin is. And she looks at uh, Maz and he glances back at her. He's like, are you sure? Okay. Uh, and Maz, instead of speaking it aloud, he comes up to you and he takes one of his little dragon claws and taps it to your forehead. And oh uh, you... Telepathically. You are speaking. immediately given an image of a mountain so tall that it reaches beyond the clouds and it is entirely black and your vision sort of goes toward the summit uh, which has no snow on it because it is indeed a volcano and your vision sort of swims down through the top of the volcano and deep deep below a sort of trough of lava at the bottom until your vision clears and you see this long sort of almost Moria-like hall full of columns. And you see uh, a woman with uh, one side of her head sort of shaved a long dark fringe on the other um, in just sort of loose robes, almost like, almost like you would wear in like uh in like a not like a hospital gown but like loose robes mm -hmm. that you would wear if you were like sick or hurt okay. and she's just sort of aimlessly wandering through these halls and you see walking not too far behind her but just keeping an eye on her um is another figure uh taller very thin um completely ebony black skin, braided black hair, uh, eyes that have sort of this burning constant ember in them, just following at a distance, watching over her. And you recognize the mountain. This is Mount Gear, the heart of the world. And you are looking at Huron and Nomira. Nomira. Okay. AKA Maz's son and uh Earth or yeah, Maz's son and uh Ursan's granddaughter. Gotcha. The Titans um, of Life and Fire. I I look back at them and tell them thank you. I will send them that way. That would be great. Do not tell anyone else. Nope. Absolutely will not. Didn't even want to tell you. Okay, great. Um, do you have a weird question, though? Yeah? So, Marin has the Fjordhide. What's left of the Fjordhide? Yes, Flameheart. Flameheart. Um, just, just, I heard someone mention 
that a certain volcano was the lava spring of godly power? It's Nomira's domain, yes. Would Nomira be... Can you guys influence these spirits that we carry with us now? And Toldanos nods, and Maz explains, yes, they're part of them. Would Nomira be able to power up Flameheart? Could you power Nyx up? I don't know about increasing power, but potentially helping in some way. Okay. No, that's... There, there, and he looks at Toldanos as she seems to be trying to convey something. He says they're hard to interact with, especially in their current states. They're not fully awakened yet. Do you know how we can fully awaken them? Or do we just keep working with them? I mean, again, this has never happened before. No, I know, but I don't know. If it's a piece of you and a piece of me, I figured we could put our heads together and maybe figure it out. Well, if he's anything to go by, I mean, they're all individuals and they're all a mix of people now. I mean, continuing to work with them and doing what would help the people that they're a mix of so the sea and you okay or whatever you think the sea and you would like uh well i can think of a couple things <laughs> but i was just trying to anything we can use to get rid of kyla because she's been yeah. she's been a problem for too long you can say bitch we're adults Eh, i don't want to be too harsh i know why not i don't know she's you know this is gonna sound terrible but i kind of admire how much of a cunt she can be (laughs) so it's like she does some like I felt bad for Cindy. I didn't think that was possible. I take that as a personal compliment. You're welcome. Um, so yeah. Anyway, I have all of these characters. Um, I yeah. think. I think that's everything I wanted to ask. I um, I know that. When I did talk to Fearin, Fearin said that Alarka is feeling threatened because we could potentially be stopping him from coming back. Apparently, Algar, that was his goal, was to punch a hole in the demi weir so that Alarka could come through. Mm-hmm. Yep, so, that's been the goal for well 1400 years yeah yeah we're let's let's not do that um Mm -mm. what else was i gonna ask i feel like there's something else uh no i guess not unless you know something about this kellogg person that nobody knows anything about or yeah yeah exactly see nobody has any idea who this guy is well i mean i i don't know a lot of mortals by name uh he is alistair altera's phylactery 
You, oh no. Yeah, you guys are saying that a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, just people trying to break the demiware and liches and yeah. Oh god. Um, or if you know anything about Nikolai Ulengrad. Um, I do know something about him. Oh, is he a good guy or a bad guy? Because he works... We've heard that he works for the Heidelin Cult. But he apparently is a guardian of the gate. He... Oh. He's a white... Never mind, I know nothing about Nikolai Ulengrad. Okay, well, he's a white cloak. So he's very uh, high-ranking. Yeah, Yeah, that destroys everything I thought I knew about him. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 Uh, well, I think that's... he's very good with the realm gate. <clears throat> that is terrifying, considering he may be in possession of the Galahide right now. Oh God! Yeah. And uh, he looks at Taldonos who takes a deep breath. She's like the the Kenna of old gods. She's just like, oh god, so much on the plate. Sorry, um, um, but she she lets Nyx go, and he sort of drifts back to you, looking happy as can be. Good. I'm so glad for him. <laughs> um, I am actually. I'm legitimately glad. Just I'm so, so much on my mind for him. Uh, so <laughs> just. Ex- Ecstatic. I'm ecstatic. Um, I love that journey for you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I love that journey for you. Uh, I kind of turn back to Sylphie and like, Sylphie, do you uh, have anything you want to say before we nope. get out of here? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. And uh, Taldanos looks over at her sort of furrowed brows and she steps over and Sylphie's still standing there with her arms crossed and Taldonast reaches out and takes her face in her hands and Sylphie kind of she doesn't pull away but you can see her kind of and uh, Taldonast leans down and kisses her forehead and Sylphie gets real quiet and uh, Maz sort of slowly swims up and wraps around Taldonost. And you make a perception check. I'm actually good at these. Are you? Not today, apparently. Uh, yeah. 17. I learned the hard way that you should never call. I'm good at this. Before you roll. <laughs> yeah. Um, you do not hear what is said. Okay. But you get the idea that if you weren't underwater you would see Sylphie's eyes fill with tears. Gotcha. And she just sort of pulls back and crosses her arms again and says okay. Um, before we go I just want to tell you to keep your eye on Frosthold. That is where Alistair Altera has gone and we don't know why. And Toldanos nods. And she steps over to you, and uh, as Maz sort of leaves her, she takes both of your hands, each one that has the uh, different rings on them, and she taps her ring Mm -hmm. and taps on the other, and Maz speaks for her and says, do you want to stay with her, or do you want to go with Firin? I thought I would just help you both. I mean... Is that allowed? 
it's it's do you guys have like weird jealousy issues that i should know about no okay i mean they're family no okay Uh, it it is very rare and strange for a person to be a favorite of multiple titans if you knew all the amazing things i had done for Firin without realizing it you would understand (laughs) and tilda smiles and she leans down and kisses you on the forehead as well and you see your ring flash it's still there it didn't go away it's still there okay I'm collecting jewelry. I'm just gonna. I got one finger for each god. Yeah. Um, <laughs> gotta collect. Gotta get. Gotta catch them all. Gotta get them all. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Yeah, I will. Um, I will. I guess keep an eye on the horizon because shit's happening. Okay. Well, we uh, we have a lot of work to do. Uh, yes, you do. Yes. And uh, whenever you guys... Are you still going for that pocket watch? Not right now. Because... Knowing that Cynthia Moore was thinking about going to get it makes me worried that it can do something. Well, if you do, let us know ahead of time because... Surmir wants to see you all before she'll give it up. Like in a good way or like in a I'm going to eat you kind of way? Uh, it could go either way with her. Okay. All right. I mean, that's fair. I probably deserve that. I'm not oh. going to argue. No, you're... I know. No, I know I'm right. It's fine. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, uh, I'm going to... Can you give us a ride back, Maz? Or just like, you know, snap us there? Like, whatever. And he looks at Taldonas and because she nods. I saw a Sylphie last time and you actually don't take us anywhere. Our bodies are just on the beach. And he nods. So yeah. you, if you want to, we can like skip the swimming hallucination. Well, it's it's not just... it. Is it part of your process? Do I just need to... Is that just... It it is okay. It it's not just for show. Oh okay. I thought you it's, were just like being cool and it's stuff. It's an actual like transportation of your soul. Oh, so it, we're just so, like lifeless husks back on the beach. No, no, you're still like alive, but but without a soul. Yeah. Is that dangerous? Could someone like walk up and steal our bodies? <laughs> Is, is that how Alistair became a lich? We're, we're kidding. No. Uh, we're keeping an eye on you. No, it's it's not something we're actually doing. Like, you're not actually here. This is all your brain making up an explanation for what's happening. Oh. <laughs> I just had a flashback to the end of Harry Potter. Uh what i don't uh, watch the end of harry potter really so oh it's where harry asks dumbledore he's like is this all real or in my or is it all in my head and he's like of course it's all in your head but why shouldn't why should that mean it's not real uh 
Okay. No, it's not like that, but all right. Okay, cool. Um, uh, no, it's, uh... like, it's like how people in like... Uh, oh, God, I can't remember what the, the thing is, but like people will have like dreams or hallucinations to make sense of something happening. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that otherwise makes no logical sense to them. Or, yeah, it's that sort of thing. Gotcha. Um, well, or the we... light you see when you're dying yeah. or whatever. Uh, okay, well, Ted, or Ted, Maz, can you take Who's me Ted? back? I, it was, a, I don't know who Ted, what? Who's Ted? Let's go. <laughs> okay. I have other animal friends besides you. I'm not, I'm, I'm I know dragon. you're a dragon. Dragon. <laughs> I'm I'm like a lesser god. I know you are, buddy. You're such a good lesser god. Oh my gosh. You're doing Hello. a really good job. You're doing I need to check something. To I need to check something. <laughs> we are we have gone past break like I know, super far. I know, I know. <laughs> we always fucking do. You know. My food is check. here. That's why I'm like Go get it. No. Why? I don't know. I made oh, okay. food while He's you were not. talking with Silas. Yeah, I was just true. I was just double checking how Maz is related to Savros because I wonder if you'd ever had something to say about that. Hmm. But no, it's his it's his uncle by marriage. So gotcha. Actually, his uncle by two marriages. Oh, so because Hesperus is Zarai's brother. <laughs> Zerai's married to Elen. Elen is Rallis' sister. Rallis' husband is Savros. That's a lot of removal. Yeah. Two marriages. Uh, anyway. All right, Mads. Yes. Uh, take, take, us, take us away. And for the sake of brevity, he takes you away. Okay. Um, let's, let's hop on break. Okay. I have a feeling this session is going to go long, too. Probably. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the fucking dragon yet. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, can we do a 15-minute break? Because I need food. Yeah, sure. of course. Uh, we'll so, be back at 8. Yeah, let's be back at 8 o'clock. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys in a bit. Wing yeah. off. And hello, everybody. We back. Hello. A dinosaur I... story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh... Wow, I ate that way too fast. Me too. Uh, I yeah. just ran. I just ran every piece of clothing that I own down to my car real quick. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, it's okay. I can still breathe, and I also brushed my teeth at the same time, so oh, I put damn. my trays back in. I'm like, I'm on top of it. <laughs> right, Maximize mm-hmm. your efficiency. I'm thinking about taking the cat to the new place tonight, just so he has time to settle in. Mm-hmm. So. Which means so much more driving, but whatever. <sighs> well. So. Eh. Excuse me. Okay. God bless you. Bless. Swallowed a lot of air while I was doing that. <laughs> also soda. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Kit and Marin. Uh, Kit and Sylphie. Si- Sorry. Uh, I just, <laughs> wow. I just had a mom moment. <laughs> Kit and Marin, si- Sylphie. Uh, start calling the pets names before you call the kids names yeah, just like yeah. go to ted mass sprinkle uh yeah you guys awaken in your standing places on the beach and 
uh, now you can, Sylphie. Ah, you can see Sylphie mm-hmm. has tears in her eyes. Aww. Uh, I kind of, I like glance and then I just sort of look away. I'm like, okay, it's fine. Uh, okay, uh, are we done? Yeah, yeah. Are you? That's a terrible question. Don't ask it. How are your spirits? <laughs> Worse now. Okay. Uh... Is that was that because of the question? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, fair. Um, so, do you wanna? How about you head back? I'm gonna stay here for a minute longer. Okay. Why? What are you doing? Um. There's someone I need to talk to still. Like who? A very important person. A VIP, as one might say. (laughs) Make a persuasion check. Oh, God, I'm terrible at these, though. I'm glad I said I'm terrible at them, because 26. (laughs) All right. She sighs, rolls her eyes, says, okay. I just walk back by myself. Okay. Don't talk to strangers. Shut up. I can do whatever I want. Okay. Don't take candy from strangers. Shut up. Uh, Once she's like gone girl, um, (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to focus on the birch heart ring and be like, Ted, I need to talk to you. Spin it three times around my finger. Okay. Tap it once. Hello? Ted? Breaker 99. I just, all I gotta do is wait. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Well, that's because I need to fill the space. (laughs) It's, It's so fun. Um... Yeah, uh, as you're like messing with the ring, you suddenly hear coming through Jesus the sand. Christ. Uh, while he's like uh, flump flumping towards me, I'm going to cast Speak with Animals again. Mm-hmm. Ted. Yes. Friend kid. I have a gift for you. Is it egg roll? It is not an egg roll. Um, I tell him, like, come, come closer. I know where Hiran is. And his eyes get huge. Go to Mount Gear. Inside the volcano, at the base of volcano, you'll see a hallway lined with columns. Uh, Hiran is there being followed by Nomira. You'll find them there, her there. How do you know this? I asked Taldonost where she was. And he looks around and he's just like, <laughs> gone. Just takes off. He just Bye, like Ted. leaves a rooster tail of sand behind okay. him. Bye, Ted. See ya. Aww. Uh, Flightless goose. Yeah. I imagine he would have just like disappeared. He'd just been like, gone. <laughs> Um, Sometimes when you're a goose, you forget you can teleport. That's fair. Should I call after him? Be Ted, you can teleport. 
on. There it goes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'll I'll be like, I feel good about myself, and I'm going to uh, take off after Sylphie. Double dash. So okay. I can catch up. You do. You do eventually catch up, and as as she's walking, you can see her kind of messing with her own ring sort of turning it around her finger and she doesn't even notice you approach oh i'm so gonna scare her oh god make a stealth check with advantage yes i always get punched for scaring people she has a hammer that she could just clock you with that's fine um what did I roll? Oh, okay. Uh, 23. Okay. All right. She does not notice you. All right. I'm going to stand six feet back, take out Nyx, and then I'm just going to, I'm going to like just poke her in the back of the head and, and yell boo at the same time. Make a dexterity save. Jesus, why? Because I know what Sophie would do. Oh my god, of course I rolled fucking terrible. Yay! Uh, five? Oh no. (laughs) Okay, so you don't see it coming. Uh, What's your armor class? 19. Mm. Paladins hit like a motherfucker. Did she beat Uh, my armor class? So, uh... Shield. (laughs) I just got this new shield. Yeah. (laughs) How many does that increase your armor class by? Two. What's the total? Oh, 19. 19 is the total. With shield? Yes, with my shield. That's not going to cut it. No, I have a physical shield. I know. Okay, okay. She rolled over that. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I like quite a bit. Oh. Okay. Um... I attempt to shield. If she divine smites me into oblivion. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't you fucking dare. (laughs) I love how this entire campaign, Kit has successfully scared everyone and immediately failed getting out of the way. Yeah. Every single time. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so you, you just, you just poke and you like jump back. Cause you're like, Oh, and I'm jump gonna, back. yeah. Uh, Sylvia's reaction is like a quick draw from a wild west. Just reach down, grab the hammer. And as she turns, she just whips it sideways at you and it smashes you like just under the Adam's apple and just. Oh. Just clocks the fuck out of you for not a ton, but 11 damage. Oh, she that's does fine. not smite you. Well, that's nice though, of her. Though I thought about it. And as the hammer just falls to the ground, she's like, Kit, oh my god. What? I mean, what? <laughs> she marches up to you and picks up the hammer and she she just levels it at your nose. She's like, stop it. Stop what? There 
was a bird. Exactly it what? was a bird. It was dead. Oh my god. And she jabs you with the hammer and walks away. No, Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I cast a healing word on myself, just like <gasps> a second level. Uh, second level, which I think is 2d4. I need to look it up because I never use healing word. Healing word! Healing word! Yeah, I just screech. Uh, yeah, 1d4 plus your spell cap. 1d4 per level. And that's 3 plus 6. So I get nine points. Okay, I'm I'm almost full. <laughs> and uh, I uh, sheepishly uh, follow after. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Are you still missing any HP? Uh, three, two, two. Yeah. When you're like halfway back, she like looks over her shoulder at you, just wheezing behind her. <gasps> she sighs. She comes back and slaps you, and you take three hit points back. Oh. Lay on hands, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, I only need two. Well, two. Okay. When did you learn that ability? Probably while I was dead. Oh, do they have no. a good training program while you're dead? No. Is it like CrossFit? No, it's still fairly new. Okay. So well, it's like CrossFit? <laughs> she knew lay on hands before. Oh, she did? Yes. Okay. She has a bigger pool now. Yes. Uh, I did not have a lot when I played it. Okay. How many, how many bard levels did she have when she died? I want to say five and then three in Paladin. Okay. Yeah. She won't be beefy paladin. All right. Beef. Beef. 100% uh, beef. Uh, yeah. So she just continues on her way. <clears throat> I will follow after her. All right. Okay. Uh, Marin and Silas, what you doing after you leave Ona's place? Uh, I guess just walking back. Back to the place Boston gave you guys? Yes. Okay. So eventually, oh, you all... oh wait, what did I no, no, no. We gotta go to we gotta go to Ansem's. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I totally oh forgot. yeah, you need you need bullets. Yeah, I need ammo. Also, if there's, which I'm pretty sure because you bought potions last time we were uh, around Ansem's workshop. I need we need more healing potions mm. as well. So yeah, just into that general vicinity. Uh, okay. So you head over to Dermandros and yeah. you make your way uh, to Ansem's shop. Yeah. The Molinarch Armory. I'm very and quiet on the way uh, over. What the fuck? Yeah. Silas just holds your hand the whole way. Um, but as you arrive, you see the bright and bubbly Annie uh, at, the, at the front counter. And as she spots you guys coming, she's like... Marin, hi. Hi. Hey. So, I oh, mean, God. my mom just got back. How did mm -hmm. how did everything go? Uh, went great. Did she show her did you show her you her new trick? 
what? Oh, the the staff thing? Yeah. I mean, she didn't show it off, but yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. Thank you, by the way, for, for Grandpa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, did you get to see him? Yeah, okay. for not, not for terribly long. He's kind of messed up, but yeah. I mean, thank you for both. Of course. Uh, what, what, what can I do for you? Uh, bullets. You got it. Um, yep. both guns, one gun. Both, please. Okay. And she just starts taking out fucking crates and just setting them on the counter. Okay. Um, and she pulls out uh, an ammo box each for these, which, for the size they use, would probably be thirty each. Oh. Uh, 30 shots each. Oh, okay. So, okay. I uh, will take both of those. Okay. Uh... Oh, that's for that's for uh, Ace of Spades. That's just Tupper Box Pulls. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I was. She doesn't know about Flame Heart. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I, I was asking you. Sorry. I'm. Okay, yeah, yeah. 30, 30 for uh, Overwatch, 30 for... Oh, I got... Okay, I was confused. I thought they were all for Pepperbox, so no. I was like... Um, if you need an extra case of Pepperbox, she has that too. Okay. Um, but she sets uh, those two cases up on the counter and says, y on the house. No, we're not yeah, doing yeah. that. Mm -hmm, no. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yep, yep. Annie, we did this last time. I'm not taking your money. Did did they give you the money last time that I slipped? The, 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 who was it? Who was it? It's it, one of these guys. I gave one of these guys. And she motions back money. to whoever the fuck the guy was. Yeah. Uh, she says yes, and I immediately donated it. Well, then fine. Donate this then. I will give her however much it costs. She doesn't have a cost. Uh, Hold on. Dude. Let me see. I think I. I think it tells me in D and D. Nine six four four for fucking Overwatch. I don't know. Why it was. So I'll give her ninety six for the Overwatch bullets, and then. The Ace of Spade bullets is 12.8. We'll just call that 13. Okay. And then 13 for that. Okay. Fine. Donate that then. I will. Okay. <laughs> you know, Grandpa would have done the exact same thing. I know, and I would have done the exact same thing to him. Yeah. Oh, oh. Anyway, speaking of which, is Ansem Grandpa, not a thing, Grandpa. It's Ansem in. Is what? Is Ansem in? Is he here? Yeah, or is he he's here? upstairs working through his trauma like always. <laughs> That's all he ever does. He's just a workaholic. Um... I think I saw that TikTok recently where they're like, was it you guys that sent it? Were they like, what? what do we tell people who hurt us? And you're like, thank you for the trauma. I need it for my art. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was of, it was either Ash or Zach. Yeah. I think it was Zach, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I look at Silas. I'm like, 
I'm just gonna go say hi real quick. Just stay here. Okay. I'll be like ten minutes at most. And he he walks up to Annie and says, "I also need a refill." And she's like, "Oh boy, more people not to take money from." And she <laughs> just starts gathering up stuff for him. And uh, you you head up. The blacksmith sort of wave to you as you go by. And uh, as you get up to the door to Ansem's office on the fourth floor landing, uh, you can hear a very strange sound that you've never heard before. I'm not sure how to describe to somebody who's never heard the sound before because there's nothing quite like it. You know those fast like auto wrenches they use to take the oh, yeah. uh bolts yeah. off car uh, tires impact yeah. wrenches yeah impact wrenches yes yeah. there's yeah. no other sound like them but that's okay. essentially what you hear right. and as someone who has never heard a sound like that in their life it's like what the f- is he dying i will impact like drill. that's what it's called Sorry. i'll knock on the door like kind of concern and in a concern shown no that's not how knocks work but just um yeah and the the sound stops and you hear yes uh are you busy yes i'm coming in anyway (laughs) i assumed and then just keeps on going and uh as you step in you see a weird ass contraption uh well you see a few one of them is a very large brass and steel cylinder that is just sitting in the middle of this shop and it has all of these like cables connected to it and there's currently just this plume of steam coming out the side of it where it looks like it's busted open ever so slightly and it's been welded a couple times um and you see one of these cables leading to this weird brass and steel and gadget that Ansem is holding in uh, one hand. And as he's holding uh, what appears to be some kind of chest plate, but it's entirely made of um, entirely made of uh, like bronze sheeting with steel reinforcements. And he's using this strange contraption that has this like wrench bit on the end or bolts uh, head on the end to drill bolts into this sheet. And you see standing not too far away, what this thing came from is a war forge who is made up of bronze and steel and wood whose chest plate is missing. And you can just see the wooden interior structure uh, reinforced with steel rings and all that. And they're just standing face blank, doesn't move, just watching as he's working away on this. And Ansem looks up, flips up his goggles and says, Marin. Sorry, I didn't realize it was you. No, it's okay. I we it was we were just in town for uh, ammo, and I figured I would just say hi. Is he conscious? Yes. And the Warforge turns his head toward you and lifts a hand and says, without anything moving on his face, just says, "Hello, Miss Veneer." Oh, hi. He knows who I am. Of course he does. He works for me. Okay. 
sure that's unsettling. And um, Ansem sets the tool down, and you see him uh, as he sets that down. He takes his uh, his cane and walks over to this giant brass cylinder, and he flips a switch on it, and you just hear, and a bunch of steam floods out of it, and it goes quiet. Can I help you? Yeah, uh, I just wanted to check in on you. I know it's been a rough 12 hours or however long it's been. Uh, I think it's been about six. Okay. It's been a rough few hours. It's so been. It's been. Uh, <laughs> I just want to make sure you are all right. Mm hmm. Cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wonderful. Uh, also, yes, God, I don't know how to ask this. Okay. Just um, say the words. If, okay, this is like, this is like a big if, if I'm still alive and like, yeah, a year, two years or something like that. Would you um, let me be your apprentice? He actually like chokes for a second. He's just like, uh, uh, what? Uh, okay. It seems out of nowhere, but I, okay. I've been thinking a lot about what happens after all of this when we solve things uh if we solve things and um i i don't know i just i've been thinking a lot about making a difference on my own terms not with things that people have given to me things that i have used myself and things that i the power that i have the impact yeah. that i have and you want to do that with guns. I... I know that seems kind of counterintuitive now that I say it out loud, but... That... Guns are the thing that gave me power. After a lifetime of not having any. Ooh. And... I figure since I have some sort of power now that I can return the favor to people. You are disturbingly like me, dear. Wasn't intentional, but... Uh... I just know that I met Votek Lucas and uh, he's an asshole. Yes, he is. But... He had a gun that he made. Mm -hmm. It wasn't one of yours. I'm aware. And I thought maybe that's what I can contribute to the world. I can learn to make guns and give them to people who don't have access to them. There were people in Moore's Rest and uh, who were fighting against the Arbiters all the time, and there was always an issue of not enough firepower. 
if I could help with that, and I'm not saying make a business or something like that, I would, I would just eat the costs of it, but I want to be able to contribute something. Uh, and he turns and looks at the Warforged and says, uh, can you give us a moment? I'll finish that later. And the Warforged nods and sort of just stomps out of the room. <clears throat> and he pulls a couple chairs from odd corners of his office and sits down with you and says, when I... I'm not the person who discovered gunpowder. That was done a long, long time before me, but I'm the first person that we know of who put it into this form, originally with cannons and now with individual firearms. And I was about your age when I did that. And I did it because I wanted to put powerful weapons in the hands of people who would use them well, specifically the wardens and a couple other groups that I trusted. But one thing that I very quickly discovered is that you may only hand these tools to responsible people, but responsible people lose them and die and irresponsible people get a hold of them. And eventually someone figures out how to copy what you made and then they just flood the market. There's still good that can be done with them, but you have to understand that you are going to cause irrevocable damage that you never intended just because there's bad people out there. And if you continue on your trajectory of being disturbingly like me, you may end up being the bad guy once or twice too. I'm already doing that. The things that Silas and I did for Moore's Rest, we did because we thought we were the good guys and we ruined things out of no intention at all. But I don't know. Kit Kit recently spared someone's life and he told me that we're going around and we're changing everything for the worse sometimes. And he wanted to put a little bit of good back in there. I'm learning very painfully that my actions have consequences, but if I if I kept that from if I let that hold me back 
I'd still be back in Norris Rest. If I can make a sliver of difference in someone's life, then I should do it. There's always going to be consequences, but if that means someone's life is better for it, someone that deserves it, I think that's better than inaction. And I'm tired of, in a roundabout way, I I think using creation for destruction is better than just plain destruction. As stupid as that sounds. No, no. Sound like it's saying. Anyway, um, <clears throat> uh, well. You're a bit past apprenticing age, but I think I can make room for you. You're going to have to deal with Annie, though. That's fine. As long as she lets me pay for shit. Jesus Christ. If she... <laughs> We're not going to get into a fight with this, because I agree. Uh, yeah, no. No, I agree with her. Yeah, no. Hmm. Hmm. Well, you'd still be getting an employee discount when you work for me. Mm. And uh, maybe we can, depending on what your Silas wants to do, maybe we can find him a place here in Constanos, too. He has a lot of skills. I'm sure he can do something. I think considering his specialty, he'd do rather well with the uh, Pyrevale Temple, even if he's not dedicated to the Raven Queen. His skills could be very useful there. I, I would think so, yeah. Also, his aesthetic just suits it down to uh, the ground. Always got to do it for the aesthetic. Yes, the death goddess. Why not? Uh, yes. I would love to have you. So don't die. Okay. I'll try my best. I hold out my hand to shake his hand. He reaches out and shakes your hand and he cracks a proper smile and uh, as he pulls back he reaches into his vest and hands you a what at first to you looks like a coin but it's actually like a, a token um, it almost looks like a challenge coin like one of those big ones um, and it has the seal of the Molinarch armory on it and he says Carry this with you, and uh, people who work with and for me will recognize you. Okay. Don't lose it. I won't. Don't give it to anyone else. I won't. All right. Thank you. Absolutely. And uh, if you give me maybe... Uh, a moment to reach out to some caskers. Maybe I can see about supporting this little rebellion over in Moore's Rest. That would be fantastic. I like the Crimson Hammer. They do good work. Yeah. That would be great. I'm sure yeah. they would love to have any assistance. Absolutely. Uh, After all, just let me throw it in mm -hmm. real quick. I did tell Marin that 
the caskers are on their way. Oh yeah, that's right. To yeah, Morsaurus. So and to I wake up on pine. Yeah, I forgot about that. Just uh, yeah, I'll just say Kit. Kit did mention. Um, <laughs> Kit. Did... I'll let it go this time. <laughs> uh, Kit actually mentioned that he reached out to some of his contacts in the caskers, and they are attempting to set the stage for a coup uh, to overthrow Halt. So. A coup. Hmm. And uh, he he turns toward the door. He says, "Martin," and the Warforged pokes his head in. And uh, yeah, his name's Martin. Oh, uh, God. Uh, and uh, Martin. Martin. Uh, says, "Will you remind me uh, tonight to reach out to Mary and Momak?" And Martin nods, and he pulls back, and you hear him like fussing around with something, and you hear writing. My God, it's like having an Alexa. Yeah. Um, Martin, right. set an alarm for seven fifty-nine. Uh, all right. Well, we—I promise to try not to die. <laughs> Good, because I would not be the only one missing out. Don't go getting soft on me now, jeez. This is the softest you will ever get. Okay. Good. If you see a thing again later, slap him. <clears throat> you two love each other. You love him. Sadly. Hmm. <laughs> I, you know what? I would He's... be mad too, but... Listen, when your husband is a plague on your life for 50 plus years, you'll understand. Well, I hope it's at least 50 <laughs> We'll see. Well, mine is especially long-lived, thanks to his bloodline, so we're gonna have to deal with him for another 30. Or more. Depends lucky. on how long I live. You sound lucky. Hmm. Lucky or cursed? Lucky. Hmm. Get out of my office. Okay, I'll leave. <laughs> and he gets up, flips the, uh, the steam generator back on and goes back to work and uh you you head out into the hallway and you see martin there scribbling and he stops and looks at you bye martin have a good day miss veneer thank you you too scrub 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 <laughs> all right i'll walk back down I, up with silas i would die for martin I know, I love him. <laughs> he's actually been in multiple campaigns. Oh, really? Yeah, he, I like used, to, he used to work in uh, the library in Midcourt uh, Temple in uh, the Phalon campaign. Oh. Yeah. He's cute. Mm. He was how the party found Jessa. Um, oh. Yeah, uh, so you head back down, and Silas is currently in the middle of a very heated debate oh, with no. Annie. Um as she's showing him this design idea she had and he's like no no you can't you can't carve the handle that way it doesn't it makes it slip out of your hand when you shoot it doesn't push it into your hand she's like no no you you don't understand the, it, it works like this so like it catches the top and finally they both look at you and like hi hi 
Nerds. All right. Uh, <laughs> Listen, when you fire a gun, you don't want it to slip out of your hand. She's like, it won't slip. Out. Shut up. Anyway, uh, everything good? Yep. Okay. Take your husband out of my sight. Okay. Come on. Come on. Don't bother her anymore. <laughs> Rolls his eyes. And she's like, bye, guys. Bye. Yeah. Okay. Get off. Um, you guys all eventually gather back together at uh, the little place that Vosner set aside for you guys. It's its own little house with a few bedrooms in it. And uh, yeah, it yeah. is later of afternoon-ish. Okay. Well, we can either go to sleep right now and then get up really early or well um, we should probably do that well honestly. let's do you wanna i was thinking about doing something to help us out tomorrow like what like maybe doing a special dinner just in case we get into a fight with this dragon because uh i have a feeling she might be pretty intimidating okay Special um, dinner. A special You're gonna dinner. like. I don't know. How do you make dinner More special? Yeah. Yeah. Like a little bit put, of parsley. Put a little aioli. On a the little side. aioli. Aioli. Um. Well, marbles. What we need to do is we need to go to a jeweler. Girl. Uh. Uh. For this dip. feast. Oh shit. Well, we have to go back out to town anyway because I have to go to the potion shop. I totally forgot to go to the potion shop. I knew shop. you forgot and yeah. I didn't say anything. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, let's go shopping for go a hot shopping. second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey. yeah. Shopping episode. Make <laughs> best imigration checks for the potions. Oh, uh, oh, okay. I can help with the potions, I guess. 16. Uh, investigation. If you're, if you're, if you're, are you looking separately or helping? Um, well, I already rolled, so I'll yeah, take I this. Too. I did 11 for investigation. Okay. I did 16. Okay. So, uh, Marin, between a few places, you will be able to come up with, uh, a lot of the stock is gone because of how long they've been fighting this dragon, but you will be able to come up with five basic healing potions. And Kit, okay. you'll be able to come up with two. Okay. I'll pay the 100 gold for those. Yeah. Yeah. 50 gold each. 50 gold each? Oh, yes. Because it's Colin Stanos and it's not um, inflated here. I can afford it. I can definitely so afford it. <laughs> some shit along the way. Uh, um. Once we get our potions, I'll look at Marin and be like, all right, so here's what I need. I need to find a gem-encrusted bowl worth a thousand gold. Okay. Um, so, I can help. Help me out. Okay. Bro. Okay, dude. Uh, uh, roll an investigation with advantage. Okay. Oh, I'm helping out. Okay, no, yeah. yeah, I don't roll. Okay. Uh, 20. Okay. 
you guys do spend a while looking for this. And uh, going through the normal shops, uh, even jeweler shops and like specialty shops, you just you can't find exactly what you're looking for. But eventually, uh, you are informed that there is a jewelers guild, and Ooh. you make your way into the guild walk. Shut up! <laughs> and into the uh, the front sort of area of the jewelers uh, guild where you see some of the most beautiful work that you've ever seen. Not only do they do jewelry, but they also do things like chandeliers made of actual gems. And uh, you just see decorations draped in, with uh, all different kinds of gems, just sheets and sheets of metals and uh, gemstones. And as you're perusing through the place, just looking around, thinking, holy fuck, I could steal one thing and be set for life, uh, you eventually come upon uh, one of the master jeweler's uh, stands where he's sort of displaying his finest work. Uh, you see in a glass case, there are a number of items, including a large uh, golden gem-covered bowl whose... Center in the bottom is uh, while it is while it is covered in gold. The the bowl itself also has a clay base to it, and the base in the bottom where all the glaze has settled has created this beautiful dappled blue and green surface, almost like water. Oh, uh, in it's the a bottom. teal glaze. Yes, and uh, and there's because a, I <laughs> know too much about pottery. <laughs> Yeah, I, and I know some. I can tell you what chemicals are in that to make those colors. Yeah, I I know a little bit about pottery thanks to you. I don't know what anything is called, but I know how it works. Um, <clears throat> and uh, in the bottom of that sort of settled glaze is a black onyx stone. Ooh. And uh, as you come upon it, it is precisely what you're looking for. Precisely. 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 Um, and the, uh, I fucking love Quest for Camelot. It's such a fucking dumb fucking movie. I've never seen it. Oh, the Griffin. Whenever he like talks to the Griffin, that's how the Griffin talks. It's like this Precisely. big, terrifying Griffin. He's just like, Precisely. So dumb. Anyway, yeah. continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, it's exactly what you're looking for, and uh, the master jeweler himself is not there because he's too rich to, to be a fucking shopkeeper. Of course. So his assistant is there looking over everything, and there are guards everywhere looking over all this stuff. And uh, the assistant, who looks like a college kid on a, you know, side job, is just standing there, this thin, lanky, elven teenager who's just sort of, I don't know, fiddling on the uh, equivalent the of the Game Boy. Ah, oh. uh, he's fiddling on the roof. <laughs> oh my Stupid, God. I'm sorry. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Get out. Oh Jesus. my God. Um, I'm going to walk, I'm going to walk right up to him. Like, sir. Oh, welcome to Master Zardin's Jewelry Extravaganza. How can I help you? Does this look like a fucking pawn shop to you? Look me in the eye. Make an intimidation check. Intimidation is... Extravaganza. God damn it, Taylor. 16. 
Yeah, he's just like fiddling with this whatever toy he has in his hand. And as you said, look me in the goddamn eye, he looks up and looks at you and goes, So, are you high? No, I wish. Oh, <laughs> do you want to be? I have drugs. <laughs> I'm at work. I mean, so? Anyway, there's some can things that you? I need. Yes, you can help me. Um, I need that jewel encrusted bowl. And I can also. You afford it? Yep. And I also need a jade circlet worth 1500 gold. And he motions down the way. He says, Master Zardon doesn't work with jade, but someone down there does. Okay, I'll just take the bowl then so you can get back to doing whatever you're doing. Okay, that'll be 2,000 gold. Why is it 2,000 gold? Because it's a master work. Fucking, I don't know. Do you have one that's like... It's just the price tag. Do you have one that's half of that? No. If I give you some drugs, will you give me a deal? He glances over to the cards. (laughs) And he he just kind of like leans over. He's like... It, it it's actually like worth a thousand gold, but I'm supposed to upsell it. How about this? How about I meet you in the middle? I'll give you fifteen hundred gold for it, mm. and a little bit of panna. Deal. Okay, I will make him a little dime bag of panna, <laughs> <laughs> and I will <laughs> give him fifteen hundred gold. Yeah, as this, you as you hand. It I over didn't even you. have to roll for that, this you guys. This is also this is also like not the equivalent of like weed. This is like the equivalent of fucking heroin. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> um, I need to start you... counting my panna now in ounces because I've been like dime bagging it out. Uh, as you as you hand over the money, he makes a really big deal of it. He's like. Thank you, sir, for your patronage. And he just, like, carefully gives you the bowl in, like, a nice paper-wrapped, like, bundle and just secretly takes the drugs. I give him one ounce of dry panna. He can make it last. I you should just can. carry around some oregano with you. And I should. I should. Yeah. Well, see, I could have made it really worth his, his everything if I just added, like, one drop of Draugr Bloom Oil into it. And then he just disappeared forever uh, <laughs> into his mind palace. But we're not going to do that. Um, so I'm going to take the, the gem encrusted bowl. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go over, is there like another person who does work in Jade? Uh, yeah, the further down you go, um, there are some that work in semi-precious jewels and like carve things out like opal and jade. Mm-hmm. And uh, you do reach one that is almost exclusively jade uh, and has all kinds of like statuettes and uh, like there's even dishware that's pure fucking jade and will probably wow. shatter if you look at it too hard. Yeah. Um, jade is really soft. Yes. Uh but you do see a number of pieces of jewelry, like torque bracelets and that kind of thing. Um, and the uh, person running it is this, like, super, super tall, like, insanely tall, but very, very round as well. Like, uh, just giant of a person who is not a giant or a Goliath. They're human. 
um, just sort of hunched over this stand and she is just draped in all of her own creations. Oh. Just covered in jade. She must weigh an extra like 50 pounds. <laughs> just from the things in her ears alone, these long dangling spear shaped like jade earrings. Um, and as she has these long fingered hands resting on the table, she almost looks like a hag. Uh, she leans over as you come through. Think like the, the thing that Jester talked to and gave the cupcake to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She just leans over and she's like, can I help you? Uh, yes. I'm looking for a jade circlet worth about 1,500 gold. And she looks over her collection in front of her and sort of... It's almost weirdly erotic the way she just drags her finger across some of it. <laughs> like, Ew! I do not like this lady. She's scary. Dude, um, I know exactly what you fucking mean, though. Like, it's just like... I can imagine her, like, weirdly long nails, and she's just, like, touching things in just the wrong way. Yeah. salad fingers or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) She says, I think I have something in the back. And she slips away, just like, she doesn't just stand up and go, she, like, drags herself away. (gasps) It disappears into a door behind her. Jesus so, Christ. <laughs> she looks like a hag raven. Um, oh my God. Ew. The guards who are stationed on either side of her hand or her uh, stand just go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. And one of them looks at you and says, I'm so sorry. <laughs> No, it's fine. Is she always like that? Yeah, she likes to flirt, too. Was that flirting? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. She likes younger men, especially. Oh, good. Maybe I can get a discount. <laughs> good luck. <gasps> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm, while she's gone, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait for her to be, like, almost back, and I'm gonna cast Guidance on myself. No, it's fine. Uh, That that rib's back in place now. Um, Yeah. All right. I'm ready. Um, But as she comes back, you see her holding between these long, nailed, spindly fingers this perfectly beautiful, perfectly circular. uh, No, it would be oval because it needs to fit the human head. uh, Circlet made of pure jade. It's a very thin band, too. Um, and as she brings it, she gently sets it down on a pillow and sort of smooths the pillow. <laughs> and she looks across at you. She's like hunched down to eye level with you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, here it is. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. Isn't it? Just like you, actually. <laughs> and she reaches out and just touches the tip of your nose and says and aren't you just beautiful i'd like to think of myself as ruggedly handsome there are different types of beauty uh <laughs> since since we're since we're both so uncomfortable <laughs> since we're uh 
since we're both just so immaculately gorgeous. And, and as you... her smile spreads, you just see these perfectly clean and white, but jagged teeth. Um, and just this hooked long nose. Maybe, maybe you can uh, cut a discount for someone who's so amazingly beautiful like yourself. <laughs> I love that. Um, and she... She thinks about it for a second, and you feel her nail just trace the edge of your jaw. <laughs> uh, make a make a persuasion check with advantage. And my D four. Yeah. Ugh. I I love this lady. I'm keeping her. Oh my god. She's scary. You said persuasion. Mm-hmm. Twenty-seven. Hey. And she sort of stops, and she just has, like, her middle finger resting on your chin. And she sort of taps for a moment. Like, she's thinking, like, someone would tap their own chin, but she's doing it to you. Uh, (laughs) And uh, she sort of takes hold of your chin, pulls you ever so slightly Uh closer, and says, You have a D. And let's go. And uh, she wraps the <laughs> circlet up in like cloth and like a little bit of silk to make it pretty and puts it in a, a little like protected box for you. Thanks. And she slides it across what? the table <laughs> very slowly, just like unreasonably slow. <laughs> I imagine it's squeaking the whole way. <laughs> She's making direct eye contact. Oh, she does not blink. <laughs> oh my god! My dear, uh, it's Jim. <laughs> Jim. Jim. Jimmy. Jim. 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 <laughs> Jim. Jimmy. Jim. Jim. I'm not Jimmy Jim 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 Jim. And, uh, Jimmy Jim. She she reaches out this long fingered hand to you and says, "My name is Clarissa." Why, hello, Clarissa. <laughs> Still holding the hand out. Oh, am I supposed to touch it? I I touch it. <laughs> you just like. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Withdraws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How much did your jade thing need to cost? Fifteen hundred. Okay, she will sell it to you for twelve hundred. I will take that deal. Okay. Um, and, and then, as I'm, I will pick up my box and be like, "You've been wonderful," and I'll reach back, and I'll twirl my finger around like two, two or three strands <laughs> of hair, and pull them out. This feels like a bad idea, but I'm gonna do it anyway. And then and then I I kind of look at her and I hand it to her. I'm like, something to remember me by. Oh god. <laughs> god! <laughs> that hurt me! Oh, that, was, that was such a visceral <laughs> I can't wait to watch that movie. Oh, I knew she was gonna fucking do it. Oh god! Oh, I feel gross. Oh, 
<laughs> and as she as she pulls it away, she looks at it, just grins at you, tucks it behind one ear, <laughs> and she slides two hundred gold back to you. <laughs> oh shit! You just made a clone of yourself or something. That's fine. <laughs> I hope we'll see each other again. Oh, don't get that close to the mic. That's weird. Jim? <laughs> Jim? <laughs> I hope... I broke. I broke. Sorry. <laughs> I I hope we see each other sometime again, too, Clarissa. And she reaches over to a little journal next to her, her, her stuff and writes down something, tears the piece of paper off and hands it to you. It's Your an address. Number. Oh. <laughs> Well, I will <coughs> see you sometime. And Time. I will, oh God. And I will walk away. And, and as you walk away, so these stalls are separated by actual walls. She leans out over the table and she's so tall that her head and like shoulders come out over the table. She says, goodbye, Jim. Uh, oh, uh, I will. And you see the guards just like, <laughs> as I'll turn back to her and I'll blow a kiss and at the same time cast make it pink on uh, her on her and I'm going to use some sort of like what color is her hair uh, her hair is a sort of mousy brown with gray streaks okay I'm going to use my uh, uh, long and kind of limp I, ew um, I... Everything about this one is just unsettling. Yeah, I think I think I have something I that's like... Her. I think I have something that's bright blue. And so I'm going to, like, a piece of cloth and I'm just going to cast it bright blue. She had, does not notice. But as you blow the kiss, she just reaches out. She's in. <clears throat> and then she I will... in, like, close to her heart. And then I will go. I will go quickly. <laughs> Just as you like go away, you see. <laughs> oh, man, Ben. Oh, you just kept making the wrong decisions. <laughs> you know, but I did get 500 gold off. So it, like. But at what cost? I don't know. You're going to be like bash in the hag. You just what? <clears throat> what did you say? I didn't hear that. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, cool. Uh, roll. Campaign one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will... Okay, I'm going to write down my circlet. Uh, all right. Let's... Write her down. I look at Marin. and I'm like, let's get the fuck out of here. What happened? What? I just made a deal with the demon, a very... With a succubus to get this circlet. You, oh, if you only did what? you were so lucky. What? Why did you do that? It's um, it, it's don't what? Wait, is this a real succubus? I don't know. Okay, cool. I'm not gonna. You know what? Not gonna ask. Not my problem. Uh, let's uh, go. As we walk out the door, I take the paper <clears throat> and I just let it go. <laughs> do as Elsa. All right. All right. So, after that little adventure. Yeah. 
What are you guys doing now? Going back to the back to the tavern? Back to the place, wherever the fuck we're staying? Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, it is a little house next to Vosner's that you guys are staying at. And it is getting to late afternoon, early evening as you guys arrive. And uh, as you get there, uh, you see that uh, Justine is back. And uh, she's sitting in, the, the house is made up of two floors and, uh, or, well, it's four floors, but the upper part of it is somebody else's. And uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a duplex. Uh, it's a duplex. But in you guys' area, there's several small bedrooms uh, and then like a kitchen and uh, living room. Did Clay Just, and Mia come with us too? <clears throat> they're not no. here, but they're around. Oh, okay. okay. Um, Justine is currently polishing up her axe and shit, and uh, you guys see Sylphie there too. Justine is teaching her how to take care of her armor. Uh, I'll kind of just... just wiping kit pieces off her hammer. Oh yeah, forgot about that. Um, I will just kind of tell everybody and be like, okay, everybody be ready for a good breakfast in the morning, okay? Like, get up early, because we're going to have a really fancy breakfast. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, it's going to help us with the dragon. Okay. Okay. Wow, you guys. <laughs> I also sold drugs to a teenager today to get a discount. Par for the course. Okay. <laughs> 